up, you sick fuck. Oh, it's because you wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> it's real. What's going on, man? It's living the dream, man. I see. I see. In the dojo, doged. Dojo ended up in the dojo. Yeah. Just dojin. Just dojin. Yeah. Dojin. Yeah. I, I'm fascinated by how your hair is coming in. I don't know why. I just am. I cut it. You, I did see the sides there. Matt, what's going on, dog? What's up? Can you hear me? There's that sick fuck. <laughs> Just a big group of big group of fucks. Mm-hmm. Fuck's going to fuck. I, drinking, I froze up. Can you hear me? Drinking on, the, drinking on the heed the warning. Heed the warning. Please don't. That thing is old. <laughs> You're going to be so sick. Uh you sounding good, man. Turn turn you up a little bit. Turn them shits up. All right. How's that? That sounded better. Sounded better. Good to see you, gentlemen, man. Good to see you, fellas, you too, too. Yeah. I feel bad because, like... I just the... seen Matt last weekend. Yeah, true. Right. True. I was going to say, the last episode we did, at the end of it, I was like, maybe we'll see you next week. And I was like, no, nah, we're going to fucking see you next week because we don't <laughs> miss shows. And then... I became the hardest working man in show business. And then Matt was so disgusted that he just left. <laughs> Fucking left. He was like, yeah, you you fuck. I was waiting on that episode. And uh, he didn't get it. So he got, got the fuck out of here. Um, while he comes back, bro, how are you, dog? Pretty good, bro. Fucking, yeah. like I said, was just up there. Was just up there in his neck of the woods mm-hmm. last weekend. Hanging out. Thinking up his truck. Ah, I'll yes. wait for him to tell that one. Yes. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was sick, dude. It was tight. Uh, still paying bills. Still paying my credit card off from Houston. That shit got me. <laughs> <laughs> Houston has scarred us both. <laughs> Bro, no, no shit, man. I got it, dude. I, uh, have you got a check yet from Facebook? I didn't fill out the thing. Uh. I didn't fill out the little thing. Did you get your check from Facebook? <laughs> I got a check from Facebook, bro. <laughs> Why don't I just, I don't just, uh, I know it's real, but I still don't trust it for any nefarious reasons underneath. I didn't deposit. I, I cashed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just jumped back in and I heard checks from Facebook. Yeah. Did you get your check yeah. from Facebook? Did you get one? No. What is that for? <laughs> what is it for? I don't know oh. what it's about. No. Okay. I think it was only people in Illinois. Back in like 2020, they had like a breach, and mm. some people's information got leaked. Like I don't have any credit card information on there, so like I don't give a shit. Mm. But there was a lawsuit, mm. and you could file a claim back in 2020. I was like you know, what? fuck it, hmm. try to get some cash from old Mark. Oh, huh. you actually? So you did some work to? Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, I, I just filled I some never shit out. I never do that. Never do the yeah, work. I got a check though. Never do work. No, I mean, like, I get those emails all the time where it's like, yeah, you shopped at, you know, The Gap 17 and a half years ago. If you sign this survey, you might be able to get some money. And usually it's like 22 cents or something. So I just. Oh, this shit shit was a lawsuit, bro. I skip it. Big class action suit. Yeah. Yeah. I, um. Was that a. Is that. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) I saw. I saw hard at the bottom, and I had no idea what it did, so I just hit it. Oh, okay. I see this. Oh, there's different reactions. That'll be fun. We might have to go video. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've seen about it, but I didn't know, like, what it was. <laughs> 
didn't know what it was this whole time. Like I've just seen people talking about it. But yeah, I don't I don't trust the whole like take I mean they got all my shit anyway. That's yeah. what I think. So I guess yeah. I could just get the faux hunted. I don't live in Illinois, but like I traveled there enough. I'm from there. I'm sure I was you said twenty twenty is wait, wait, twenty twenty was when the lawsuit happened? Yeah. Based on like I don't know how much like when they found out about the breach. Do we know when? What did they take? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Like my place, they took. I know. I know they took all my pictures because those are those are tight. (laughs) Oh, right. They had to. They had to. (laughs) They had to. True. All my shotgun videos. It was all the shotgun videos. Uh, Somebody else owns those, dude. Somebody, dude, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. You got 400 bucks for years of work. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your effort. Thousands. <laughs> Make of some years. more. Right. Nice. Nice. More. Nice. I'm gonna have to look into it some more, man. Cause I'm trying to figure out like when the breach was, is what I'm reaching for. Whenever the last time I was in it. Oh, who knows? But nobody read the fine yeah. print. Who fucking cares? Fuck no. Yeah, man. Click right through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click that that box. Terms and terms and conditions. I'm down. <laughs> uh, fellas, how y'all feeling, man? I heard y'all was up there wilding out, gallivanting, um, sick fucking. Sick Lots fucking. of sick fucking. Yeah. Lots of sick fucking. Tight. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Did you, did you clean your car out? Did you spray it out? Your truck out? Yeah, oh yeah. After I stunk it up. <laughs> oh yeah, I had <laughs> to, man. Ran to somebody right jostle the, right the turd out of your pants. Was. You get, you, get, Say what? you get jostled. Somebody have to jostle a turd out of your pants. What? What is this story? Nah, nah, dude. I was just like, we went and helped his cousin move a couple things, and like on the ride over there, like first off, I thought we were gonna go back to his house mm. so I could like change my shirt. <laughs> we uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert: we didn't. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I had this shirt, I had this fucking this bootleg Stone Cold shirt, and it said Stone Cold on the top, and it had that. a big middle finger, yeah, and it said "fuck rules" on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was First middle finger. No, th- yeah, and then it was beers staggered like the black flag bars. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you needed good. you needed that one changed. And I, I was just I was just sweating out beers. Like I probably sweat out a twelve pack on the ride over there. Stunk. <laughs> I told him we got back in the truck. I'm like, yo, like. You smell terrible. Like, I, I, can't, I can't say this any other way. Like you smell bad as so fuck. no like, like yeah. no like piss shit throw up so as you just no, <laughs> you just, just bad just dude. stunk. You just, just stunk, stunk like a regular person. <laughs> right, yep. Just sweat stunk. and beers. Blood, sweat, and beers. Yep. Holy Hell yeah. Shit. Holy shit. So we got, was there like a show going on? You got you guys had a show, you guys were just kicking it. Uh, we actually went to see a show. So Violence and Corner played at Reggie's, which is like kind of the spot in Chicago. Nice. And yeah, came. How, how long ago was that announced, Ren? Like months at this point, right? January. Yeah. So we scooped up tickets as soon as we saw it. Just kind of marked the calendar and yeah, came up and had a good weekend. Hung out Friday, Saturday, went to that show. Dip Sunday morning. Fucking. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up, fellas. Time. That's what's up, man. I've been busting my ass, man. I've been the hardest working man in show business. Dude, I've so been seeing your yeah, stories. I know, I know you've been traveling. Dude, at all weird-ass times of the night. Yeah, man. I looked I looked at Instagram in the, when I got up for work in the morning, which is like 6.30, and it said like two hours ago you had posted some story of you just fucking cruise and listen to some yep. music. I was like, man, what is this dude doing? Busting my whole ass. For those who uh, didn't hear the last 
couple episodes, uh, I now run 25% of the company that I work for. Nice. Um, so I've been, tra- I've been splitting my weeks between two cities and two time zones. And actually, I'll be leaving, well, by the time you guys hear this, yesterday. Um, I would have left yesterday again to uh, hit these streets, man. Um, a lot of bitch assness I've been dealing with. That's kind of the thing. Oh, yeah? A lot of bitch assness. Um, <laughs> and just bad decisions. People just make decisions. There's only but so much training you can do for someone. And then they're just going to make decisions as to the person they want to be. Right? Yep. It's It's fucking gross, man. Um, out, outside of just heavy as the, the heavy as the head type shit, like, I dealt with, like, in two different cities... One girl, another car issue where I gotta like have somebody pick her up, drop her off, set up and shit. But in this, at the same time, I got this fifty-something-year-old man telling me he has a pinched, uh, pinched nerve in his neck, and he can't work, and he stopped answering my phone calls. At the DJ booth. No, the fucking nope. ain't. He never even made it. <laughs> uh, I had another guy no show me the day of. Uh, That's the worst, dude. dude That's I, the worst. I want to say things I'm not gonna say in this recorded line. But uh, yeah, he uh, he no showed me, uh, and it, and it's some heavy shit concerning all the things I've said on these recorded lines. But um, yeah, so he no showed me. I can't lie, fellas. This was uh, by the time you hear this, two weeks ago. But I, <laughs> so I'm a big This Is Us fan, and we're okay. uh, we're we're getting down to the nitty gritty last few episodes. I was catching up that Sunday after everything was done. I got back to my crib at five in the morning traveling through the streets and i'm in a shit mood i didn't get enough rest and i'm watching dramas and shit uh bro i'm crankiest crankiest fuck bro (laughs) i get to the point where i sit in this moment it's an emotional moment in the show and i'm thinking about my last three or four weeks oh no brothers i cried for four (laughs) minutes Hey, I bet you felt. I bet you felt great after. I started felt so good. I started cracking up afterwards. Yep. I go, and I go. I just start busting up laughing. You ran the spectrum of emotions, bro. I felt like a fucking serial killer. Like, yeah, man. So everything else after that has been rather smooth. Saying I had another no show, but I was like, whatever. I got a plan. Whatever. Um, yeah, just a bunch of bitches, man. This is the crazy part, though. So, this past weekend, uh, I probably shouldn't tell this story legally, but hey, um, this <laughs> past weekend, I had a DJ do her first show, her first one. I sent her off to this little private residence, 25 to 50 people guest count. Like, you can't fuck this up. Right. No. Spoiler just play alert. what they want to hear, right? Like- she fucked it up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. So, I had to leave the city to go do a show in Original City. I, I, I look over. And so, I didn't get to talk to her on the way back. In hindsight, I should have known something was bad. Because I got this text message. Two text messages. I'll see if I can find it really quick. But these texts didn't make any sense at all. Was she, like, she drunk or something? Like, right. She started partying? <laughs> she texts me at 12.47 a.m. She says... I don't know who taking what, but they bum people. Ain't no big motherfuckers, boy. And boy is in all caps. <laughs> I text her like I said, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no response, right? This is one in the morning. 
hold that in mind. I should have known something was up. Right. I get a I get an email with this voicemail transcript from the mother of the bride saying, "Hey, I uh, wanted to call and and talk to one of the managers about what happened at the oh. the wedding this past weekend. I want to do it in a way that's not so broadcasted, though. I'd rather do it in a rather confidential way." I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Be confidential. Don't tell <laughs> nobody what happened. Here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right yeah. Here, here, here I can are. pick on my sister. Don't you pick on my sister. So I call her, and she's such a nice lady. So nice. And she starts off with, so I don't know where to start. You know, the first three quarters of the night were great. They were great. But then she goes, um, now I'm not sure... I don't know if the DJ is 21. Oh, no. I'm like, uh, ma'am. Ma'am, I think I know where this is going. Right. Because I'm trying to lighten the mood. Let me stop you. Let me, let me stop you there. <laughs> I, I already know what happened. Right. So she tells me about how she thinks the, she thinks the DJ was drunk, but it might be more than drunkenness. How the last quarter of the night she was on the phone on the microphone yelling, talking about, let's get the party going. <laughs> Fucking, there's this part of the night called a grand exit where we get everybody and we line them up in two straight lines. Like you've seen it in all like movies and where they throw the rice and the streamers and the lights, uh, the, the yeah. you know what I'm saying? Five yeah. with wands and streamers. Well, apparently she announced it. And then when people came back from doing it, she started announcing it again. Two straight <laughs> lines, everybody. She's yelling to where, like, <laughs> the coordinator's husband had to pull the plug on her. Oh, shit. Lights out. Lights the Lights fuck out. out. However, apparently Damn. she's in such bad shape that the mother of the bride takes her keys so she can't drive. Now, her show ends at 11. She stayed at these people's private home. Until 4 a.m. Rolling <laughs> around. Sleep that night. Nah, nah, sleep was not an option for her, apparently. She was <laughs> apparently rolling around the barn, like, hanging out with the puppy, like, doing the Dang. most. The so, show ended for her at night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody else's show was going until the sun came up. <laughs> so I get this call on Monday, right? And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So I call her four times. This shit goes straight to voicemail. Oh, you know how embarrassed she was. Fuck, right? So I call her fifth time. It rings all the way through, and she still didn't answer. So I'm on the phone with another DJ. She texts me, (laughs) and she goes, hey, got locked up. I'll bring the gear once I wash my ass and get freed It's, it's honestly kind of hard to be mad about that. Like, oh, what? That, that's awesome. I'm mad. <laughs> that's, that's she, awesome. Got, she still had my gear. She still had all my gear. She never made it back oh, to the office. Oh, no. So I get on the phone. She's like, she get a DUI? Oh, we going to get there. So I get her on the phone. And I say, hey, like, what happened? She goes, uh, I just, I just want to talk about it later. No. And I'm no, like, I'm know. like, listen. I'm talking about it right now. For sure. I'm like, listen, I heard from the mother of the groom. I heard or her mother brought her a lot of crazy things. Like, I would rather hear from you directly. But okay, take a breath. Let me know when you get to the office. So she shows up <laughs> two hours late to the office. 
And I'm like, yo, like, I'm trying to play this cool because I need to get my gear back before I fire her ass. So <laughs> I'm playing it smooth. She finally drops the gear off, and I wait another 20, 25 minutes. Now, again, I'm four hours away, so my assistant is handling all this. So I call her 25 minutes later. She sends me straight to voicemail. Okay. So I talked to one of my colleagues. I'm talking to him about this week, and he all of a sudden sends me this this link. No way. <laughs> Apparently, there's this website called bustednewspaper.com. Yeah. <laughs> Got the feature in Busted Newspaper. Hey, she got the fucking cover story. Got the feature. Dog, so they pulled her over. She got a operating vehicle while intoxicated. She got a possession of marijuana, first time offense, less than 30 grams. And she got a leaving the scene of a crash property damage oh okay so there's, <laughs> there's a little more to that story there was so Wait, much okay, more so how how old is she right because the speculation was she might not even be 21 <laughs> she's 26 okay all right well i mean old enough to know better man but <laughs> drunk enough to not give right, right yeah right right so yeah, man, that's what I've been dealing with a little bit lately. Man. Keeping my head. Dang. Keeping my head. Yeah. So. Well. Keep you on your toes. Yeah, right. man. Um, that combined with, like, some WWE news, I got a whole dissertation of why AEW has to just keep hiring more and more people. Uh, we can talk about that later. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, man. Otherwise, that's what I've been up to. Right. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, everything's great. Uh, we've I've put a body every every place that a body needs to be. Um, <laughs> the quality of their services notwithstanding. Sure. But, uh, right. Yeah. Who Make knows how drunk they are? But they're there. Yeah. 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 Damn, dog. The 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 crash part really got me. I hope she's okay. Um. Yeah, you want to get started, fellas? Your gear's not fucked up. Yeah, oh, see, okay. Right. So I get yeah, the I get a, a call back. It's been raining a lot where we are. And uh I get a call from my assistant. He's like, yeah, the gear, um, the gear's just really muddy. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, <laughs> muddy? <laughs> yeah, like it's not like crazy. It's just kind of, yeah, just kind of muddy. So, there's parts of this story I'll just never learn, but... Uh, probably better off. It, I'm probably better off. Yeah, probably better off. Because um, <laughs> BustedNewspaper.com, uh, they gave me... <laughs> check that shit out. <laughs> they gave right, me the yeah, scoop. Yeah, that sounds actually tight. I'm, they gave I'm me the scoop. Uh, yeah, dead ass. Yeah. I, listen, <laughs> I've never been one of those, like, nosy, look up people's private records thing kind of guys, sure. but... There's got to be some good articles. You, oh, you know Busted it. News. I'm looking up everybody. Right. Everybody we None know. None of you are safe. For sure. None of you are For safe. For sure. If you ever hit the bing, please believe. Uh, matter of fact, my mugshot's probably on there if I look at the right state. Hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? hello? Guys? Hello? You fellas? Minus two, probably. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. You've never told that story, and I don't know how to ask about the story to learn about it. Because I think I told mine on here. 
I think I'll save it for another time. <laughs> uh, all right, that's fair. Is it's it a good story? Is it fair? Right. <laughs> no, it's not. I'd be like, yeah, not fair at all. Right. It's all good. It's all good. Maybe episode 154. Because, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank you for pressing play on episode 153. Of the hard camera, T H C C L I I I, and I am your guy, your guy Juve. Just on the visual, I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and we tagged in the homeboy Matt from the legendarious group Wraith, and together we are the NWO. Big Ren, let me know how to reach on the social medias, my guy. You got a motherfucker. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore M A A F H U C K A. Check it the fuck out. Matt, let me know how to get reaching, my man. At Ray Thrash on Instagram is the handle. There's a link tree that'll take you to our band camp, Facebook page, band website. Everything you need to know is on that uh, link tree, Instagram, Ray Thrash. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. We got it all. But above all else, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public. Uh, who am I forgetting? Because I went in a different order than usual. Uh, but we're everywhere except Apple Podcasts because that's just who we are. We're just, we're just, this is who we are. Uh, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that gives new meaning to the phrase blood, sweat, and beers. Um, yeah. Content that hopefully helps pay yeah. our bills. So, uh, as I mentioned, we didn't make it uh, the last scheduled episode just because life got in the way. Um, so, real quick, one word, one word answers. Matt, how'd you like Backlash? Not word. Did not big yeah. rent. How'd you like backlash? Nah. <laughs> uh. Well, I thought it was big decent. I know it was two words, big decent. Uh, I thought it was okay, but um, honestly, it was so far ago that you, I can't like remember. You don't all remember the way. it. I thought it was big decent. Um, I know I just said one word answer, but yeah, solid main event, Bloodline. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins delivered again. Edge and AJ Styles delivered again. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more come come Hell in a Cell where it'll change you. The cell will change you. I'm going to try to go to that. It's yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Oh, as that crowd is going to be as long as dope. T- I think so, man. As long as tickets are, are reasonable, I think I'm going to make an appearance yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think cell might be decent, man. I, I know it's in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about it. Um, but I mean... Cody and Seth, I mean, that's going to be decent. That's going to be big, decent. Oh yeah, so. got to. That's got to be. I feel like on the big stage, any of those gimmicky pay per views, man, like you know that they're going to pull out all the stops. So that would be one I'd, I'd like to see. Yeah, and it's a few that makes sense going in there. Like this will be their third third match. Yep. It started out professional, and then Seth just keeps escalating. He's a habitual line stepper. Way, way personal. You know what I mean? Got, well, yeah. And those two guys, they can definitely perform on a big stage, a big theatrical match. Yeah, yeah. This will be great. This will be great. Um, but let's talk about this actually. Um, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of uh, depending on who you believe, they walked out at the beginning of Raw. Um, according to some, they walked out before Raw. According to some, they shit on Vince McMahon's desk. Um, there's all kinds (laughs) of stories going on. Um, Matt, man, what do you think about this whole thing? 
Uh, so, I mean, I guess, first of all, not the first time, right? Like, this is like, I mean, Rumor. not the first time pe- people have walked out because of creative disagreements. So, yeah, on, in, in a bigger know. scale, yeah. I thought you were referring to Sasha Banks. Right. My apologies. Yeah, on a bigger no, no, scale, no. yeah. This is not the first time. Well, just in, just in general, yeah, just yep. upset talent. So, my, my take on it is I don't know what they were mad about, but creative there is always hit or miss. I think sometimes as the, these wrestlers are in a funny spot, especially with WWE, because they're they belong to that company, which I think sometimes they forget, right? They think like, well, I'm an I'm an artist, I'm a creative person, but the reality is that they are property, they're characters. I hate to say it, but when when you sign that agreement, you agreed to to act on their behalf. So I understand their take on you know potentially being upset, but at the end of the day, that's your job. That was the agreement that you had. I mean, if a conversation or and something can't be had like everybody's got a boss right everybody's boss sucks sometimes you have to eat shit at work and you don't like doing what your boss told you to do but you know depending on what it was and if it crossed the line that's a different conversation altogether but if it's just they didn't like you know the end of the match or they wanted to talk about you know potential storyline stuff and it didn't go the way they wanted to you know i don't really know it sounds like a lot of people are pretty unhappy there but Mm -hmm. i think sasha's okay sasha will be okay you know sasha was in mandalorian sasha's you know been around a long time uh, naomi on the other hand i don't know what her plan is uh, it, you know she's got some feelers out but ultimately i think what's going to happen is what always happens it'll be two or three months down the road and they'll both come back with either different names or new characters <laughs> and it'll be water under the bridge you know like, it'll be, everybody will just have forgotten that they left and you know they'll pick up where they left off ren are you familiar with um at least what the speculated reason is that they left uh yeah i think it was the uh Supposed to be like a fucking supposed to be a match on Raw uh, to determine who was going to fight Bianca Belair, and it was supposed to be Sasha, Naomi, Dewdrop, uh, Becky Lynch, and Oscar. Correct? And Nikki A. S. H. Yeah, Nikki A. S. H. Yeah, yeah. And um, I guess the plans changed, and they weren't happy with it. But I mean, like, I don't know. I mean. I don't know why they would even be in that match. I mean, they're the tag team champs, you know. You mean plan, plans change in terms of outcome, or? Uh, well, I mean the match, the whole match. They were supposed to okay. be in a was six person match. So the uh, the the side of it that that uh, seems to hold a lot of weight uh, because I guess both of these, at least Naomi, follows where this source came from. Um, and it seems to be corroborated in a lot of different circles. Some circles was that, yes, supposed to be a six-person match, six-woman match to determine who would face Bianca Belair at uh, Hell in a Cell, and that Naomi was scheduled to win. Um, And that also Sasha Banks was scheduled to face Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And then they would both lose their respective matches. Um, But there was also... Well, I'll put it this way. And then the next storyline for the Women's Tag Team Championship would begin for Money in the Bank after Hell in a Cell. However, no concrete plan was put in place. Um, And as we know, the Women's Tag Team Championships aren't exactly the most revered or or, or highly thought of championships in in pro wrestling right now uh, or ever or right now. Um so much so, quick caveat that yeah, there's going to be a tournament to be to hold new women's tag team champions, but they have such a lack of tag teams. They're going to start pulling up tag teams from NXT um, just to fill out the tournament. 
um, do do with that what you will. So apparently, yeah, we're they're, gonna have like four fucking tag teams in the tournament. I I wonder why even have a tournament if you have to make up tag teams or pull them from different places with no promise of them being called up to Raw or SmackDown. But hey, I'm a logic guy first. Um, so yeah, I, I guess the the issue was you know yes the 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 lack of care for the women's tag team division, women's tag team championships. But my thing is you know. If someone gets fired, they didn't do one thing. Yeah. They earn that firing. If someone walks out, well, pending the people, because I've met some bitch asses in the last couple weeks. If someone walks out, they weren't just frustrated about the one thing. Right. Naomi's been around. Listen, Naomi... People forget, man. Naomi was a funkadactyl. Say yeah. That's oh, yeah. That's yep, ten sure. years. Ten years. Sasha, and that's not even counting her FCW time. Her time in FCW, the developmental before NXT. <clears throat> um, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks hit the main roster in 2015, multiple years in NXT. So we're talking two basically ten year careers within this company. Um. So, again, I don't know. Whatever happened here had to have been the cherry on top, the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back, right? I know it was rumored that Sasha threw a temper tantrum after WrestleMania a couple years back. Rumors. I don't want to get into the sociological stuff of what, of, 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 of a highly talented, strong-willed black woman's decision-making. I don't want to really fully get into that. But... I'm reminded of a moment in... Did you see the Broken Skull Sessions She interview she did with Stone Cold? Yeah, I, I watched it. You remember the part where she was talking about how, like, yeah, this is my dream job, but I'm not just a fan anymore. Yeah. Like, they're going to know that I belong here, and they got to respect me. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't want to just get walked out on. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm being right. disrespected... You know what I'm saying? How much am I going to take? Well, that's exactly it. And I think like that, that just seems, seems to be the case with all these, I mean, the talent, it happens a lot, like more than it should happen for a company the size of WWE. Like this is not the first time we've heard of talent prior to a show or right after a show saying, you know what? Like, good luck. I'm out of here. You figure it out. Yeah. So somebody's mishandling situations. And I know I made the previous comments about, the intellectual property and these characters are, but like there's still people that are playing them and they do have to be handled a certain way. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you, you have to, that that's the talent at the end of the day, right. Without the talent, you have nothing. And I think WWE is in a spot from years and years and years of success that they feel like it doesn't matter. Right. Like we'll get more talent. There's 20 wrestlers on NXT that we could call right now that will take your spot. We'll write a new storyline by next week. Nobody will know who Sasha Banks is like, Man. and that's a lot of leverage. That's a lot of power for a company to have. But I think that they firmly believe that they have it, whether the fans believe it or we on the, you know, this podcast believe it. But I think that that is probably behind closed doors the situation. The brand is huge, and they have contracts. It's kind of right, a yeah, spot. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, any other thoughts on the workout walkout? Do I have to see, wait and see what happens? Listen, man, if yep. and when they figure it out, because I know they're talking about, like, freezing the contracts. If and when they figure it out, I'm sure there'd have to be some they kind of... They pulled on the merch, too. 
Yeah, pulled all the merch, took him off the uh, yeah. then now and forever opening video and shit. Yeah. Um, That's heavy. It's it's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, and I would imagine it has to be heavy. I'm, yeah, WWE feels insulted, feels let down, quote unquote. As they let us all down, you know, they let you down. <laughs> but yeah. and they let down. I mean, listen, the people who don't understand it are going to claim whatever they're going to claim. But I mean, clearly it's a heavy situation for them to go that far and for them to just say fuck it, take the titles. And we out of here. Um, lost my train of thought for a second, but here's the thing, man. Yeah, Steve Austin walked out. That's the most yep. high profile. Steve Austin walked out. Tony Storm just left one day. <laughs> and fucking <laughs> Jeff Hardy was like, "Nah." <laughs> he literally walked out. I'm gonna write some songs. <laughs> literally, no, for real. Yeah, like I'm done. You know what I mean? So. This I, I I imagine this one this one this one misunderstanding with creative it 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 wasn't enough it was an entire series of things if and when they do figure this out I think that's where I was going if and when they do figure this out that pop is gonna be crazy oh yeah that pop is gonna be crazy Sasha Banks Definitely. is Sasha Banks and I've been saying for the longest that Naomi should join the bloodline yeah. And I thought that's that, where that this, would be sick. It's it's right there. It's built in. It's right there. And right, I thought yeah. this I is mean, what the the Sonya Deville feud was going to. That ended. That just ended in in the favor of Ronda Her Rousey. Screaming. Yeah, just that just ended. <laughs> so whatever that was. Um, but along those lines, and I want to. I don't like to compare the two companies all the time, but like this is another reason why AEW needs to continue hiring as many people as possible, if the budget allows. I know that's a big narrative, like, oh, AEW's got all this talent; they don't have enough time to feature all the talent. We're about to go over this pay per view card. All the talent is being featured, except for maybe Darby Allen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So on their pay per view, where it counts, it's their elite talent. But I gotta at the heart of it. For one, fans, fans, us, we don't know shit. We don't know shit. <laughs> we have our favorites. We have people who we believe they should be in a certain position just because we like them. But we don't know the work that they're not putting in backstage. We don't know how they get along backstage, what their creative input is, if they have ideas, or what's going on. We don't have, we don't know who has the attitude problems. I'm sure there are people, the people we love, who are going to get those spots. Just got to wait their turn a little bit. Yep. And I'm sure some people who we think should have those spots who are just fucks <laughs> backstage, <laughs> right? Well, like, and real quick, to piggyback off the talent thing, like, I think that we're coming into the era now where AEW is losing a lot of talent. Like maybe it's dead weight or talent that they don't necessarily need anymore. But if you think about, you know, those first couple of weeks, of AEW, like a lot of those wrestlers have kind of like amicably parted ways. They just straight up said like, yeah, you know what? Like it was cool, fun opportunity, but like, I'm going to go wrestle in the Indies now. And you know, Tony Khan's like, Hey, they, we appreciate what they did at the beginning, but we don't yeah. really, you know, they don't have a spot for him. And I think that's happened more and more. The loss of Cody's a big one, obviously, but there's a lot of these kind of undercard guys that are gone, guys and girls that are gone, and they have to be replaced. Why not be replaced with a higher caliber talent? They're finding more more and more of the identity, right? It's the idea yeah. of, you know, getting rid of the bottom 10% every year. 
Um, I forget the guy's name. He's a heavy name in business. But yeah, his philosophy was, yeah, I'm going to cut the bottom 10% of my company every year. And so the people that they've lost, I mean, Jack Evans, Big Swole, um, Kip Sabian's still injured, so he's not gone. Um, who was the guy? He got he got cut Joey for Janella. Joey Janela. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Um, he got cut for uh, sexual harassment, and now he's like uh, selling shoes oh, like, in the UK. Oh, like Day of, right? Who was that? Fuck, it was uh, Day of. Havoc. He got, he got yeah, Havoc. Day of a show. Um, yeah, yeah. Havoc. <laughs> we know Jimmy I think, Havoc. Jimmy right. Havoc. Yes. Right. Yes. Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't exactly pushing the needle anyway, but like. So those right. are the, those are the names we're losing in AEW as they still you know keep filling it up, but again fans don't know shit right like do I believe the rumor that MJF is upset and he might not resign in 2024? Fuck no. Well, who fucking cares? It's 2022. <laughs> I, just, I know. <laughs> right, we got if we think we got two years of him. I got two uh, years he's, he's there. Like he's there right, for he's, he's there, there now. And I don't believe it anyway. We have that's, that's 730 days to figure that out. Right, of MJF, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but fans will go to whatever website that fuels whatever narrative they want to believe and take it to your, your to your discussion boards and say, oh, this is what AEW's doing wrong. Like, we got 730 days, and I don't know his contract terms. <laughs> sure, right. Let's talk about something else. Like, Concrete. You know what I mean? Like The, right, the, yeah, the inner workings of a story. is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but taking it back to history too, right? So let's take it all the way back. 30 years, fellas. King in the Ring, 1993. Hulk Hogan's last match for the WWF for nine years. They didn't have Hogan. They didn't have Warrior. Ric Flair was gone. Randy Savage was commentating. And they didn't have any viable stars for another five years. Brett was loved, but he wasn't that star. Sean was loved, but he was chant when the NWO started. He just wasn't. That was that was that was just the coincidence in his reign. They didn't have a star for five years, and then he walked out. <laughs> and so now the brand is bigger than any one specific star. Roman Reigns is the guy, but the brand is bigger than any one guy because they'll never make that mistake again to hitch the brand to anybody. Right, and I think Vince is a businessman first, and he learned first. his lesson. Exactly, and they're at the point now where they literally then, now, and forever. Um, there's, they're, not, they're never losing. I mean, I don't want to say no one can go out of business, but, like, this ain't JCPenney. Like, they're not just going <laughs> to lose money and go out of business. They are set, right? And so let's take it to what the fuck I do. I told you, man, I had two no-shows one day, another no-show last week. I'm in hiring mode. I'm always getting bodies, 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 bodies. So, AEW, if the budget persists, if the budget allows, get that elite talent and find a place. And they'll find a place. They've they've somehow found a place for literally everyone, whether it's the place we do or don't want them. Everyone's doing something. Jay Lethal is doing something. Samoa Joe is doing something. Miro is out for a while. He'll be back, and he'll be doing something. You know what I mean? I'm stoked for him to come back. There's still Johnny Gargano out there in the world if they if they go after him. There's still Cesaro if they go after him. Sign that talent, man. Sign that talent. So, rant over. 
but needed. Rant over, but needed. Rant over, but needed. Fellas, I'm looking forward to this, man. A-E-W, double or nothing, 2022. Uh, Before we get started, let's give a quick recap as to the numbers. We only have one pay-per-view down. Big Ren sitting at four of six, 67%. You got Jew sitting at four of six, 67%. So, uh... Clearly, the we we've just started, but uh, I'm about to start this lead right now and build upon it for the next 11 months. Fuck out of here! Ah, I'm in here though. Fuck in here, um, Matt. Man, we think of the card on paper. I'm really excited about it. I think that this is going to be one of those where it's there's going to be there's a couple matches I'm really looking forward to, but I already know that I'm going to be. My like match of the card is not going to be one of the ones I'm looking forward to, if that makes sense. Just looking really? at it on paper, yeah. Like I think there's so much talent. There's yeah. so many cool wrestlers. There's so many new storylines or storylines that aren't as old as you know some of the ones we've seen kind of wrap up at this pay per view. So yeah, I- I'm excited, man. And I think that as always with AEW, there's going to be a curveball. We already know it. It's going to be a debut. Somebody, something crazy is going to happen, so I'm stoked. I mean, I'm always fired no up doubt. for these AW pay-per-views, and on paper, this one looks like it's going to be a really, really good one. That's for sure. So which match are you looking to the most, but what do you think is going to steal the show? To kind of dig into that. Um, I th- Well, truth, truthfully, most excited for Punk Hangman. Yeah. I think that neither – okay, so as disappointing as Hangman has been as – a champion currently mm. has he had a bad match i gotta say no i don't i mean i don't think so yeah. and he's done a lot of different stuff and then we uh, we already know the best in the world right cm punk <laughs> so he's not going to disappoint uh so that's that's what i'm looking forward to the most i think what's going to steal the show is the hardy's bucks hmm okay because I mean, think about the talent involved in that, and that's like the the dream storyline that, in my opinion, Loki has been like nobody's really talked about it. Like, there's all yeah. these other there's all these other stories going on, but dude, this is what everybody's been begging for, right? Hardy Boys, Young Bucks, I see idols, that. new guys. Like, yeah. this is like what if you would have given us this match when AEW first started, people would be marking out, just going absolutely insane. I feel that. But because it's buried on a card with all this other talent, I feel. I mean, I haven't heard much about it yet. Maybe it's maybe you guys have heard different, but nobody's really talking about it. And I think we'll talk a little bit more as the uh, about kind of how they structure stories, um, especially with with that match being a, you know a, a key factor. Absolutely, um, Ren, what are you thinking, man? How, how you look at looking at this card oh. on paper? Oh, it's it's fire. Yeah, it's stacked. Yeah, yeah. stitted act. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to slow it down on Sunday. <laughs> pace your, pace <laughs> right, yourself. Yeah, don't don't not too early. Ren, I apologize in advance uh, for I'm going to get beer on your carpet again. Um, Are we doing that shit outside, bro? Okay, I'm going to get – okay, cool. I'll get beer in your driveway. I'm all good. As long as it doesn't rain. It's been raining. It's ass off everywhere. It rained when I was there last time for uh, for Revolution. It did. Yeah, it rained. It's rained its soul out. Um, this is going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to most everything on this card. Um Save for the women's matches, and there's always a conversation to be held about, you know, the AEW women's division, uh, which we'll, we'll we'll get into momentarily. But yeah, it's good. This is this is dope, man. It's gonna be stacked. This is this is yeah, great night, man. We had eleven matches, eleven matches to talk about. Um, let's start with the buy-in. We got Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, Matt, start us off, man. How you see this thing going? 
the, I don't know, man. I don't, and I, this uh, this is cool because I don't think we talked about any of these wrestlers on the last time I made an appearance on this show. Right. So this could be a very polarizing statement. Uh-oh. But honestly, dude, I think I hate everybody involved. In this <laughs> <laughs> like, they all irritate the absolute fuck out of me. Danhausen is a great character, not a cool wrestler. Yeah. Hook had so much potential. Now he's like a goofy dude that like I just don't really get like that Taz's son, like this Stone Cold Killer feel from him anymore. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling's an absolute goon. Yeah. Tony Nese goon. Like I don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the buy-in match. Like they're all maybe they'll do some cool wrestling, but as characters, dude, these people all irritate me. Okay. I'd be happy if no one won. Honestly. <laughs> Maybe 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 super polarizing. So I'm glad you asked me first. Yeah, I had to get that off my chest. Okay, okay. Who 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 do you have taking it? Uh, Hookhausen's gonna win. I think for sure. Okay. (laughs) Big Ren, talk to me, man. I was trying to think like is Mark Smart Mark Sterling even like a fucking wrestler? Like we have we ever seen him in the ring? We've not seen him. He just wrestled on Dark or something, right? Or yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he just had a match okay. recently. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, every once in a while he goes, but he's a, he's a way better manager than he yeah. is a wrestler. And any manager you've seen on TV, they've been trained to some extent. So okay, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. Look, Housen's <laughs> gonna take this one. <laughs> oh, shit. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, as much as Matt hates them all, it should be pretty entertaining. <laughs> Somebody's gotta take. <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know. They're, they're just goons. They're all just goons. <laughs> I uh, like. I mean, like, are we gonna figure out like so? It's like a hook, like immune to like these fucking spells. Apparently, like what's going on with this shit? Apparently. Yeah, like is yeah, he man. like the wizard? Like, I mean, I know fucking Chris Jericho is the wizard. Yeah, fucking put fireballs yeah. in your face because he's the wizard. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> I, I just uh, picture Taz. Like if they they introduce Hook as a wizard, Taz is just crushed, dude. And no, like no, he's no sitting chance. at the commentary desk, so crushed. Like, damn. I raise Hook, all that time. I, I raise the wizard. wizard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I was the suplex king, and I raised the wizard. And I raise a fucking wizard. Chips. That's hilarious. <laughs> I uh, I like Hook. Uh, a lot of people seem to not like Hook. I like Hook. I don't. I I like Hook. Um, I like the presentation. I get, yeah, he's maybe not like the biggest guy in the world, but neither was Taz. Um, they roughly the same height. Maybe Hook's a little bit taller, but whereas Taz may have more mass, Hook is more of a muscular guy, cut up guy. But I mean, a legitimate athlete. Um, I like the presentation of you know someone who doesn't talk, um, the the serious straight shooting guy. Uh, me, I don't like too, too much comedy in wrestling, so I'm not the biggest Danhausen guy. However, I like Danhausen paired with Hook. Because I like the straight shooter, wacky guy combination. Like, we, when's the last time we had that? I feel like Hook, they, they it might have been cool six months from now like they never really truly established hook as this guy that's like a predator or like really truly dangerous right really i mean he had some squash matches where he was beating jobbers and you know two <laughs> minutes for like but like not not for that long right and he, he never truly went into like a cool developed storyline where he came out on top ultimately as this guy that should be feared you beat jobbers for a while and now you're with this joke guy <laughs> i feel like if it, they should have let it grow a little bit because like like i didn't mind hook initially at all i mean mm-hmm. i thought he was 
awesome. Like the send hook thing was badass. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it totally lost momentum and they didn't know what to do with them. They had signed Danhausen. They thought, well, this will be kind of funny, right? Like we got this serious guy and this other guy, and like there'll be a thing. And then Tony Nice and Smart Mark are they got a, like a goofy dynamic. All right, like this will be the this will be the first match. Like go out there and do something. Go out there and get it. And, and it might be good, you know. There's a lot of talent in there, but I don't know. It seems like it was all just kind of hodgepodge yeah. put together. I dig the hook story in the sense of yeah, like he's Taz's son, but we couldn't expect him to just go into like main event matches, right? So I mean, he started out on Rampage. Rampage was con- not not Hook's show, but like it was a show Hook was on. Started, you know, just beating guys, big guys, little guys, record time. And then he got into a, a, a quick storyline with QT Marshall. Got to pronounce it, pronounce it properly. Um, mm-hmm. And got QT out of there, and which was more of a test for Hook um, during the Revolution buy-in. More of a test for Hook, you know, letting him know, hey, this is how you sell. This is how you can tell a story in your matches. Um, but this is kind of the process of pro wrestling, right? No main event guy didn't do like a little bit of comedy right oh yeah for sure you gotta dig into a little bit of comedy that's why orange cassidy is just orange cassidy like because he's comedy dan housen has a ceiling so i mean we'll do this hook dan housen thing for a while um as we keep growing hook into into something else um i like the i like the slow play i think hook housen takes it clearly um tony niece i you know i liked some of his work in nxt um, nothing that really held me to to really be looking for anything he does, but this isn't about them. It's it's just about having you know a, a straight man to play off of for Hookhausen to Hookhouse. It's a verb. Made it up. Um, this is gonna be fun too. This uh maybe maybe a bit of a blow off maybe um in six man action the Death Triangle taking on the House of Black. Uh, Big Ren, start us off. This is gonna. This could be the first match just to get motherfuckers going. This would be a good one. Cause like this shit is gonna crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How I mean, it? fuck. Dude, I, it, this is the this is the first pay per view. Um, Bird King's been on, isn't it? And uh, Buddy Murphy. Did he? I think they no, started no. the last one, right? Revolution, yeah. Cause uh, Eric Redman. Yeah. Did they? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, either way. A true, yeah, uh, House true of Black is going to go ahead and take this one. I think. Yeah. I think the House of Black is going to take this. Yeah. yeah. What uh, was leading toward? I feel it? like. Uh, I just feel like I don't know. This is going to. This could storyline could keep going, which I'd be totally fine with. Because mm. why not? I mean, fuck. I feel like they dragged on the Varsity Blondes House of Black storyline a bit too long. But they kind of left it, let it, let it go for a little bit, and they came and back, they came to, back it, to it. And yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I mean, I just gonna jump blow, blow your black spit in my eye, and I just gotta just take that shit. I just gotta yeah, go yeah, to the crib. <laughs> I just gotta go cry in the car. <laughs> yeah. And, and last I missed it, they still never really tied that up, right? I don't think they did. Um, like, I don't think so. I know Pac took his patch off. Or his blindfold off. But yeah. I think, yeah, last night Julia Hart still has a patch. I like the long-term storytelling in that regard. Um, sure. Rey Mysterio, yeah, got his, Rey Mysterio got his eye back, and I'm not happy. So, <laughs> right. I'm not happy. Where do you have that thing the whole time? Man, I swear, man. Like, Seth just gave it back one day. Fine, here. Take your eye. <laughs> backstage, backstage. Like, in catering. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yo, by the way, like, I got the... Oh, I got... I finally, I finally remembered to bring this <laughs> yeah, one here. Yeah, I kept it on ice, though. <laughs> here's your eye. You know what I'm saying? 
Gave uh, it to him like a fucking glass jar full of water, like yeah, sterilizer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Matt, how's season going, man? I'm really excited for this, man. Like, talk about six of the coolest characters. I think in AEW, like these are like a. This is just a bunch of bad dudes, and I like that this is like not. There's obviously like the dynamic of good and evil, but it's just evil and eviler. Like like this, the <laughs> death triangle versus House of Black. Like there's not none of them are nice people. Like, right. So you, it, it, that, I think that dynamic is really cool. I'm super stoked for this. I do think House of Black is going to take it. I think House of Black has been. A little more like prevalent. I think that they've worked through some more storylines. I think Death Triangle was missing Pac for a while, and then they had some some other injuries, and right, you know nice. Pence has kind of gone back and forth on his character. So the consistent team is House of Black, and I think that they're going to keep growing. Like I was talking about a curveball earlier, and it just kind of dawned on me like they could introduce a new member of the House of Black or something. Like I don't know, but I think House of Black takes it. But I think it's going to be an absolute crazy match. Who do you think would be a good uh, a good member for House of Black to join? Dude, it would be cool if they took one of the Death Triangle guys. Like if they took if they took Pack and let the Lucha Bros back to hmm. doing their thing. Like that would be cool. Yeah. Or Julia Hart. Like, dude, how sick would it be if Julia Hart was just like came out? I was wondering. No more varsity. Happened. No more varsity blonde. Big no ass more, case of Stockholm you know, syndrome. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because there was like, like there yeah. was that one like it was like a couple seconds like where it seemed like she was like in a trance. No, she turned around that when shit? they were wrestling. She yeah. turned around and sat yeah. around the ring apron. True. And she yeah. wouldn't watch. So true. I could see something like that happening. You know, where they do like a yeah, that'd be cool. But I think yeah, House of Black takes it. I think just, I'm gonna leave it open for something crazy to happen though. Yeah. Fellas, you think we're gonna get these trios titles? Yeah. 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 I could see it, especially in a couple of like that. They have a lot of great trios. A lot of great potential trios. I mean, um, House of Black, Death Triangle, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, uh, Young Bucks and Kenny, um, shit, Cole, O'Reilly and Fish, um, yeah. The Best Friends. Um, yeah, go ahead and set that up. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fire, actually. So I, I could see it. I that would wouldn't be mind cool. seeing that. And I mean, it'd be more of a draw again. We'll talk more about the women's division. I mean, it, it would be more of a draw than the women's division, but one that clearly they, they've laid out in advance. Um, this is a, a corporation. This is a company where it, it pays to have friends. Um, For sure. Which yeah. is reflective of real life. It pays to have friends. Moxley was out here by himself until he bled with Daniel Bryanson. Uh, Brian Danielson, sorry. Um so, yeah, I don't know. Just a thought. I'm going with the House of Black as well. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It just feels like they kind of need it more. How, that Death Triangle has been kind of inconsistent. I mean, Ray Phoenix stays injured, it feels like. Um, fucking arm, dude. Yeah. Pac has been inconsistent on television, whether it was... I know a lot of it was just travel issues. Um, and maybe part of it was just him being an attraction. But I'd like to see more Pac on my, on my TV screen. Me too. Um, but yeah, we're definitely gonna see a whole lot here. Phoenix gonna be flying around. Brody King's gonna be tossing young Latin men Bodies. everywhere. <laughs> Bodies. Um, this is gonna be dope, man. Buddy, um, Buddy Matthews. He's a star waiting to break out. Absolutely waiting to break out. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this. It's gonna be really good. Really, really good. 
Um, let's go with the finals of the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament. Um, we'll find out the other half of this matchup later tonight on Rampage. But as of right now, we've got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus the winner of Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander. So let's go here first. Before we even you know, go with the overall winner, um, who do you think faces Britt Baker? Uh, Matt, start us off. Um, th- this one's kind of tough, but I-, I think Ruby, I think Ruby advances. I think they're going to give her another sh- shot at at being one of the main attractions. I think they yeah. put a lot of stock in her, built her character up, lots of hype when she initially came. I know she had some kind of sloppy matches and un- I would say underperformed, but seems like she went she wrestled some dark matches i know she went back to rampage for a minute i think she's going to kind of work her way up the ranks now she, i think i could totally picture them featuring her um in the pay-per-view as a like a maybe like a, a bit of a redemption thing and i think her and Britt would be cool yeah Ran, definitely you, be something a little different who's she taking uh ruby or chris um Britt's beating both of them already but <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Ruby also Ruby. on this. Just, yeah, just from what Matt was saying. Yeah, the redemption shit. Yeah. See if we can give her another go. I feel that. I feel and that. If not, see ya. <laughs> see ya. Right. Um, in the last literal 10 seconds, I decided I'm going to go with Ruby. I think Ruby beats Chris Statlander too. Um, but some on the fence with that too. Cause even in the last, uh, last episode of Dynamite, the backstage segment with Red Velvet, um, you know, she handed her a book with Chris was like, I mean, I, I beat her before. I'm, you know, an upstanding woman. I don't need this. So maybe <laughs> like Chris does win because Ruby's beaten her before. Um, you know, on one hand, Chris Statlander seems to be going to, undergoing a character change. She's not just an alien anymore. She's a yeah. She's a whole woman now. She's a real girl. <laughs> um, but we almost have to not not justify, but for lack of a better term, justify the signing of Ruby Soho. Um. She's had some some okay matches, and she debuted, you know, to to fanfare. But you know, she had a loss in the TBS tournament. She had a loss. Um, I believe she lost to Britt Baker for the title on on TV as well. Um, she did, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like we gotta we gotta you know not not shitting off the pot. There's still a lot more to go with the women's division. Um, I'm not convinced, but I'm gonna go with Ruby Soho at least over Chris Statlander. But um, let's bring it back around. Matt, who you got taking this, man? Who is going to be the first ever women's Owen Cup, Owen Hart Cup Invitational Champion person winner? <laughs> it's Britt. Like, yeah. Oh, always, always Britt Baker. Always bet on DMD. Always, man. The doctor. Okay. I feel like she probably needed a bit of a break. And I could, I mean, she's had like a nice little lull here where she's wrestled some cool matches, but yeah. nothing. Like nothing in the pressure cooker, if that makes sense. She held that belt for so long, mm. and she was the feature almost, you know, weekly on one of the two shows. Huge pay per view matches. Thunder Rose is awesome. She gets a chance to shine, but I think Britt's got to work herself back into the fold a little bit here. She she's not meant to mess wrestle mid card, you know, rampage mm. things or di- even dynamite things. I think she's got to f- find herself back in the mix. She's too big of a star. Okay. She is, man, right? I mean, she's, like, bigger than a lot of the dude wrestlers that people want to talk about all the time. People love Britt Baker. It's becoming to be 1 or 1A one between her and Jade Cargill. I think um, they both have yeah, a lot totally. of 
uh, crossover appeal uh, on, on, on both ends. Um, Ren, who do you think is taking this, Britt, Baker, or other? Well, Matt ain't lying. <laughs> Britt Baker's taking it. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't just I was gonna say more. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah, about what? <laughs> right. about what? He's, he has said a lot of things. <laughs> right. uh, uh, We're like an hour I mean, in I mean, already. So. You can't not bet on her. Huh. You know, just getting back in the fold shit like he was saying. I mean, and I mean, I don't know what's next for her. Maybe she goes after the TNT title, you know? Which would be so but, sick. I wouldn't would mind so seeing Jade and Britt Baker one-on-one, for sure, yeah. for sure. Because they haven't fought yet, have they? They have not. That is a, that is a they match that yeah. they're still holding on to. Um, yeah. I feel like that would be, like, the Britt Baker character wouldn't want that. Like, it's it's world well, championship. A, she's, a, dude, she's a cheater. Like, you know you know how that goes. Like, yeah. she, she would act like she wouldn't. She would find a way to. To want to it, it'd be cool. It would be, I think it'd be a cool story. You know what I mean? That's a money Somebody match come to out, hold she'd be on doing to. The Ric Flair rope grabs and yeah. whatever she could get away with behind the back. I could totally see Britt Baker, Jade Cargill at Double or Nothing 2023. Just, just something to hold yep. on to. If they can hold on to that match for another year, they'll be they'll be in a good spot. Um, I'm gonna bet against the Doctor. I knew you were. I could tell. Going based against off the doctor's the orders, and all of our responses. But, but and I'm not convinced. It's not recommended, Juice. I know. Recommended to go against. I know the it's not. Order. The doctor doesn't recommend that. Four to five doctors recommend the doctor. <laughs> Juve, is, Juve is the fifth. I'm the fifth guy. I just and it, it, and it has something to do with my Owen Hart pick, but because it has something to do with my Owen Hart pick, I could see Britt Baker taking it. <laughs> um. But I already said it out loud. I'm going to go against Britt Baker. Britt Baker is in a place where she is kind of Teflon. Um, to where like a Britt Baker loss definitely doesn't hurt Britt Baker. Um, she's in a place where she can keep elevating. Keep elevating more and more. I thought Tony Storm was going to win. Actually. Me too, bro. Um, but also, you know, TV. Uh, I think the next Brit, right. the next Britt Baker loss is is going to be on on pay per view. You got to pay for that. Um, I'm not convinced. Yeah, I, I would but... say just real quick though. I don't think AEW is the type of company to take their foot off the gas. I mean, who have they really done that with? Like that when they're all in on somebody, they win. Yeah, I like, think I think there's a smart way to go about it because again, Britt Baker, ever since she lost to Thunder Rosa, she's still been booked smartly. And has still sure. won. So again, even with them, even if she loses, I don't think it's so much them taking the gas off of her, but just using the star that they have to build other stars. Right to bring, some, right, bring somebody else up. More bringing somebody more else, somebody somebody else up versus her going down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced, but I'm gonna go with other. <laughs> I'm gonna go with other. Um, let's take it to the men's side, fellas. You don't. He, <laughs> where's the where's the where's the emoji we need? Where's the one? Oh, um, yeah, let me let me find. I'll go it. with that one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there we go. Nice. No, this one right here. Nice. Um, I ain't got no emojis. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's go with the men's Owen Hart Cup Invitational. We've got Adam Cole, baby, versus Samoa Joe. Uh, big Ren, start us off, man. I see this going. 
This is gonna be such a fucking banger. Slapper. Like this is this is gonna hurt to wait. watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. Hurt Did somebody they wrestle in NXT? Nah, dude, this is the first time. That's what they said on Wednesday night. Okay, okay. I missed a lot of Dynamite uh, for the last half of Dynamite because I was eating and trying to get food. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is gonna be so fucking fire. I mean, like both of them could stand to lose. Like I feel like both of them are gonna be fine. But I think Adam Cole is gonna take this. He's gonna mm. fucking go for that arm. He's gonna rip that fucking arm off. <laughs> Joe's already got the title. The ROH you know, TV title. Like, I just feel like that's weird. I mean, it's not weird, but like he's got the he's got the TV title and then he went to the tournament too. Like, okay, yeah, it's understandable, but I feel like Adam Cole's gonna take this one. Yeah. Okay. Man, I see you going, man. I think it's gonna be abs. I mean, it's this this is gonna be insane. This is like one of those dream matches. Like this is what I was saying earlier. This on paper, there's so many matches that are going to be so good. Yeah. The talent in this one alone, I feel like Adam Cole has been a little misused. You know, he's not the NXT Adam Cole in my opinion, but this could be the start of him going back to being that guy that is taken very seriously. Uh, ultimately, though, I think Joe is going to take it, and I could do see them doing something where Joe wins and then drops that TV title to give somebody else, you know, a little like a little bit of a push or something cuz mm. I think the focus, I think they wanted to make sure that Joe was a player right away, which is why he got that. Plus with the Ring of Honor acquisition and Joe's legacy there, I think it was really just more of a respect thing. You know, it's like this is a guy that deserves to have that belt. Um I think Joe I think Joe wins it. I th- but it's going to be brutal. This one's going to be one of those chess welted <laughs> hard to watch after a while matches where these guys are just going to beat the piss out of each other tell me about your thoughts on adam cole and AEW. Uh, i've heard that before that people believe he's not really being used properly i'm not one of those guys but i want i just want to hear your thoughts on it i i think he he just carried himself differently in nxt and maybe it's because he was a big fish in a small pond there i mean he really when he left and there was that o'reilly him thing like that was some of the best wrestling best feud like the the friendship turned you know this hatred towards each other type thing and he just seemed so vicious and so like winning i just have to win like his mindset was all about winning and then you you know there's the bte thing with AEW, and he is kind of with his buddies and i think he's just loosened up a little bit which maybe brings a lot of people in maybe he's more approachable now because he cracks jokes and he's you know kind of the half-assed leader and kenny's gone so he stepped in I think that part of it's kind of dissolved a little bit, but I really want just a solo Adam Cole that has his mind on winning. And if you didn't see the end of Dynamite, like what happened the last 30 seconds, that's the Adam Cole I want. You know, Joe wins, Adam Cole's music hits, he comes out, hits everybody with an Adam Cole baby, and then just talks hella shit, no microphone from the top of the ramp to Samoa Joe in the middle of the ring. Like, it's mine. Like, I want, I want more of that. So there hasn't been a lot of that with Adam Cole. There's been flirting with that a lot, but he's never really gotten there. Mm. So hopefully this is a, kind of a push towards that direction for him. What do you think about a, uh, the Adam Cole uh, experience, AEW? I don't know if he hasn't been used wrong mm-hmm. or not right, but like I don't know. He's just not on TV as much as he was on I mean, NXT, I mean, like Matt was saying, he was the fucking, he was the big fish in the small pond over there. 
you know. Mm-hmm. I used to fucking regular size fish in a big ass pond over here. You know. So I mean I think that that's what I'm taking away from it. You know, like I said, he's just not a and fuck, he was the champion for so fucking long over there in NXT. Longest reign. Yeah, he really ran was. that shit. Yep. Yeah. Longest you know. reigning. Um I think it's a uh an effect of the size of the roster along with four pay per views a year that talent doesn't have to doesn't have to be on television every week. Whereas like with the WWE product we've got an, a pay per view every week. Or sorry, a pay per view literally every month. And so yeah. we don't see Roman Reigns every week. We definitely don't see him wrestling every week. Uh but he's the guy and we're gonna keep getting those reminders because we have pay per views every month. Whereas you know, Adam Cole was heavily featured um literally up and I would say he's still heavily featured even though he hasn't wrestled every week but you know he's still in that tournament so he's in a tournament he doesn't have to wrestle every week he's in a tournament we know what right, he's so up he's to he's part of the storyline you know and he we makes know what he's up to yeah. and so even leading up to his match with both matches with Adam Page um heavily featured every week and when he lost the well first when he lost the match to Orange Cassidy the or the unsanctioned match that was a flip of the switch for Adam Cole. He promised more violence. He promised to be more ruthless. And even though he didn't come away with the the title, I think we saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah. we saw that more ruthless side of him. So I think sometimes when we see characters switch companies, um, we want to see them pick up exactly where they left off. Where, I mean, Adam Cole, yeah, Big Fish in a Little Pond, um, but again, that was what five years, four years in NXT, um, yeah. growing and working for television, and now it's a different pond, um, different different talent base. But I, I I'm not sure it would be fair to him just to go right to title contention or being the guy already when there's so much more talent. I think sometimes we might confuse like wins and losses with the value of a talent or frequency we see a talent with the value of a talent. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like I love seeing Pac. When's the last time Pac wrestled on TV? <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, forever. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't know if we would say that Pac is underutilized. You know what I mean? For sure. Because fans, we don't know shit. Right. Nope. At the end of the day. We should get a t-shirt. Um, Just the hard camera, we don't know shit. The hard camera. Yeah. We don't have THC. <laughs> we don't know right. shit. <laughs> we don't know shit. <laughs> um, it's going to be really ironic to me that a Shawn Michaels guy wins the Owen Hart Cup. Ooh. I'm going with Adam Cole, baby. Um, that's the reason why I can and can't see Britt Baker winning. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't really think of that dynamic, right? Because that's like a little on the nose. I mean, do they do they like lean into it? Maybe they lean into it. Right. Because they've done a good job. I mean, it job could be with... kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it could be. Yeah, they've done a good job with like not exploiting their relationship. Yeah, for sure. It's always very tasteful. I think they've only done something with Adam Cole and Britt Baker once. One time. They wrestled uh, the Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander tag match. Yeah. Like it's not a crutch. Um, Right. Because it didn't really. And again, I don't want to compare companies. I'm just comparing executions. It didn't really feel as natural when we saw Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch tag team yeah, together for sure yeah um and i hope i'm not just shitting on wwe for the 
for the sake of doing so, but if I remember right, it didn't feel the same way. The the Lacey Evans and I believe um, Kevin Owens was it? Braun Strowman. Mm. Whoever Lacey uh, Evans's tag partner was, yeah, against uh, against those two, but but yeah, so Are you I, sure it was Lacey Evans or it wasn't Alexa Bliss because it was Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. No, that was for the old matches. That was for their uh, their mixed tag tournament. It was I, I do remember being Lacey Evans. Um, okay. I'm just not remembering who her partner was. Um, but uh, yeah, so on one hand, I could see them leaning into it. Hey, we won the Owen Hart Cup. We're yep. gonna go take on and destroy everything. But also, I mean, Adam Cole still has a story going on with with the Bucks and that affiliation. So, and um, until Kenny comes back, dude, that's honestly not over. Like, yeah, that's that's gonna linger. Yeah, until Kenny's back and they can tie that up. And if they don't, that's a huge miss. And they'll take their time with it anyway. They will. Yeah, because yeah. um, yeah. friendships don't just they don't just crumble. Right. They gotta yeah, crumble over time. very very slowly. Um, Adam Page and his friendship with with the Elite. Uh, Adam Page and his slightly disintegrating relationship with the Dark Order. Dark, yeah, Dark Order. That's kind of fading. Yeah. So these things don't just hell. Wheeler Yuta <laughs> in a <laughs> lost in a tag match and was like, "Hey guys, let me join Blackpool Combat Club." And then the next week was still standing with the best friends while Trent's True. calling him a disloyal yep. piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's in the fucking match. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know, if I'm yeah. Eddie Kingston, who do you want standing beside you? Uh, oh yeah, we, Wheeler. Sure. Wheeler will get there. Wheeler will get there. Right. Um, I mean, I'm going with Adam Cole taking this one over Samoa Joe. Um, Samoa Joe still has a story going with Jay Lethal. Um, that may play into the finish. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, I imagine it would. I mean, Adam Cole will win, quote unquote, clean. But I imagine there'll be some kind of Something. some aspect of heel shenanigans. Sure. Uh, but this will be good. I think it's another aspect of, you know, the veteran Samoa Joe putting over the up-and-comer, Adam Cole. So, I think this will be good. Uh, moving forward, fellas, to the TBS Championship. We've got Jade Cargill taking on Anna J. Uh, Matt, talk us through this one. Uh, another really, really, really good match that I'm super stoked for. I think Jade's reign's not over, though. I think Jade is going to keep – she's going to keep this train moving. I think she's going to just kind of demonstrate why she's in the position she's in. I think, you know, I don't want to say it's going to be a total squash match, but I think she's going to put, she's going to put some, some hurt on Anna. Hit it with that jaded celebrate that with the jade, baddies. That, that jaded with the, the baddies, baddies, smart mark, everybody. <laughs> true, true. Ray, now you see this going, man. Jade ain't losing for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> who, uh, Jade's not going to lose the belt for a while. Who, who does um, it? I have no idea. Um, it's gonna be like Tony Storm or something. Ooh, I, li- I actually like. That. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. Points. I might give you a point just for that. That was hard. <laughs> right. That Side was a note. really. That's a wow. I want to see that now. Yeah, I would have never thought it. I want to see that now because Ruby Soho ain't got took it for me, me. Took me a couple seconds. And listen, yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, salute. I like that a Worth lot. <laughs> I like that a lot, a lot. Um. 
I appreciate the fact that, like, with the little vignette they did this past uh, this past Dynamite showing Jay Cargill beat Anna Jay before, that, like, hey, man, there's a chance now. Anna Jay has learned. She went and learned from the best. She might be the one. Ain't learned enough. Ain't learned there's enough. not a chance. Nope. Ain't learned not enough. a chance. Um, it, it feels like she's – feels like this kind of just came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like they just kind of, well, we need someone – Exactly. I was just about to say, who do we who do we feed to Jay? Yep. And who do we yeah. feed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this yep. made sense. So absolutely, um, Jay Jay's gonna be on top for a while. They've got a they've got a, a, a cool little thing going with the baddies. Yep. Um If they keep the baddie section going, they've got gold there. Yep, oh, yeah, for sure. Gold, gold. I can imagine all the girls, all the all the all the cuties, all the young girls. We're part of the baddie section. We want to be part of the baddie section. Uh, remember when Cesaro had the Cesaro section signs? Yep. yep. I could totally see that being a thing. The baddie section. Um, they've got gold there. I mean, plus cycling talent in and out of that. Like, if there's talent that they signed or fresh talent, you don't know what to do with somebody. You could grow that. You could, you know, have Jade come out with certain wrestlers that you want to try to build like there's just a ton and i think they'll be very so i think they'd be very selective with it like me too if anyone if they add anyone sunny kiss dude yeah yeah shit that would be really cool that could be that would be the one person i see because clearly it's it's a women's faction but clearly it's a black women's faction right of course so what's with the what's with the sunny contract because is there any is there anything i don't know I don't know because I thought. Well, I mean, obviously, hasn't wrestled in a while, right? But, yeah, Sunny's yeah. been on dark a lot. Yeah, been on dark a lot, a lot. I think there was a stat like Sunny hasn't been on AEW Dynamite in five hundred some days, five hundred eighty days. Or oh something. wow, okay. Um, it sounds that, like it's that's time. a while. Yeah. That's a while. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Sounds like it's time. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. Sunny had the storyline with Joey Janela, where Joey um, turned on Sunny, um, and. That was really interesting. I didn't. I didn't see how it how it progressed. I, I haven't watched any dark, yeah. but I saw that that was a thing. So I mean, um, yeah, that'd be a great addition. Um, I could see it. Sunny is a little more. What's what I'm looking for, for lack of a better term, flamboyant over the top, more so than Red Velvet or Kira Hogan. But that might actually be what the group needs. That extra sure, piece. Like, you know what I mean? Good dynamic. Yeah to add to it so maybe that's something to look out for they're just now establishing the the, the baddie factions or maybe they need to kind of establish those identities before uh they add more to it jade is jade um red velvet has an impending storyline with chris statlander um yep. that uh i'm interested in that because red velvet kind of just well fuck it man layla hirsch ain't fucking with her layla hirsch whooped yep. my ass too <laughs> clearly i need better friends right and so we never explored a breakup between those two. Uh, so now maybe we kind of we kind of see that a little bit more. So uh, now it's just a matter of establishing Kira Hogan a little bit more before we you know we add to it. So I'm with yeah. that, man. I'm with that. Jade Cargill. Um, Anarchy in the arena. We've got it. Here we go. <laughs> I can't wait. We got the Jericho Appreciation Society taking on... John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Uh, Ren, start us off, man. Bro, they're fighting a fucking wizard. Yeah, he is a wizard. Yep. <laughs> he's, a wizard. 
He is a wizard. You think, oh, think about that? John Moxley is wrestling a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking wizard. <laughs> a fucking wizard. The the wild thing himself. Oh shit! I was honestly hoping for a blood and guts match here. Okay, that's what I was fucking hoping for. Hmm. Um, but I guess we're gonna get like another spectacle, which is fine. That's yeah. cool. Spectacle. It should be interesting. I wonder. I wonder if it's gonna be pre-taped. Um, mm. It'll I be. I kind of hope it's not. Yeah, I I'm think sure there's gonna, if they're gonna do what they did that one time where sections of it are pre-taped and then they disappear for a while. They play something on the screen. They come back out. You know what I mean? They're gonna do something like that. Okay. I have a feeling it's gonna be, be just a spot galore thing. There's gonna be crazy shit's gonna happen. Mm. Mm. I think you could take the pin on either squad. Well, there's a fuckload of dudes on Jericho <laughs> squad that could take the yeah. pin. <laughs> right. Any of them. Good. Anybody but Jericho, really. Like. <laughs> Right, right, right. So yeah, no, that, that that just that seals it right there for me. They're going down. Hey, okay, all right. Going. With I mean, like the... the fucking the the club is. I mean, the fuck. I always fucked their name up. The black black circle. Club. Yeah, black pool combat club. club. Those dudes are hard. They are. They are hard as fuck. And they, yeah. and then I mean, fuck. Did you got Kingston and fucking Santana Cheese? Those dudes also, are fucking also hard, hard too. Well. Also hard as shit. Also yeah, another dude. great trio potentially for the right, trio yeah, tag dude, teams. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. All sick fucks. You know. Yeah, they're taking that you're, shit. They you're, got it. You're like, kind of fucks. Nuts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The okay. crowd's gonna go nuts. I like it. Okay, who takes the pin then? That dude that looks like he's coked up the whole time when his fucking eyes are all bugging out. I can't remember his yeah. fucking name. I can't Just lie. I don't know screaming who like, all the, the cool hand guy is. Is that the is that Matt that cool hand Matt or something like that? I don't know their new so. names because I never knew their either. old names from when they were just. Oh, 2. oh you mean 0. The, when they're sports entertain? You don't know their sports entertainer name? Exactly. I right. don't. I don't know. Um, I I wasn't. Who are they? Ever rise in XC? I was like, uh, nah, I'm cool. Right, and yeah. then they were two I'm like, ah, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll and we'll figure this thing out, man. We'll figure this thing out. Uh, <laughs> Matt, how you see this going? I think, um, like this is so. This is my favorite type of match, right? I think, like, I mean, based off the comments I've made about some of the other shit, like <laughs> I like a, like a nice traditional wrestling match, a real solid story, uh-huh. with some good wrestling. But I think that on this card, this is going to be entertaining. Like, I, I enjoy these matches yeah and i think that when there's so much like i'm looking at the card right now there is so much wrestling on this yeah show so having something like this will be a nice break it'll be entertaining i think there's going to be crazy spots for sure time to fight i mean i can't the dynamic between like so jericho is built for like this character Mm. this is like where jericho was going yeah is the wizard this way over the top you know, he beats up wrestlers like that. It's per- it's perfect for him. Like you hate him, sports but you're entertainment, to hate him, right? Fireballs, right. fireballs, like all this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. And he knows that. Like, fireball, yeah, right. He's he's not an idiot. He's been doing this for fucking ever. Like you, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like today, they start singing his song. He's told everybody to shut up. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> Vegas doesn't get to sing my song. Right. Shut up. And right. Goes right. To, goes to the table. Like I I, I think Jericho ultimately him and his you know, group of lackeys lose. I think Blackpool Combat Club. Somebody, something's gonna happen with Blackpool Combat Club. And I was even thinking that it, in some way Regal gets involved mm. 
because he's been like I feel like a little more physical with Jericho. Like there's like something's going on between him and Jericho, and they there's like beef brewing, and I could see that. Jericho been saying some wild shit about wild shit about William. They're gonna kidnap that fool and cast spells on him. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, turn him into a toad. Oh man! Yo yo, Chris Jericho. Um. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's good for this kind of match. So, I mean, you know, we had Stadium Stampede last year in the last couple years. Um, the Mimosa Mayhem match, whatever that was. <laughs> um, I, I just, I'm not feeling the society yet. Um, I know he's doing his best to get over more new talent. I, I I'm with that. I just, Chris Jericho lately. I can't think of his last like great match, but it's just about the entertainment aspect. So I know it's not just about the match. He can clearly still go enough in the ring. Sure. Um, I don't know, man. Something I'm not quite all the way feeling about this Jericho era. Um, I think we eventually get blood and guts between these two teams. Uh, oh yeah! Shout out to uh, Fresco Matic. That's who they shot that fireball at. Uh, they shot the fireball in his face this past Dynamite. Ren, I don't know if you remember the story I told. There's a story going on or went on Ice Williams and Chris Bay. Um, yep. So Ice Williams is part of a faction called Lights Camera Faction, and Fresco Matic is part of that faction. Okay. So they all uh, that they they kind of run the Arizona Las Vegas um, part of California that territory of, of uh, independent wrestling, especially Las Vegas, where they were this past Dynamite. So uh, I think yeah, it's called Future Stars of Wrestling based in Las Vegas, and they, like, they're, like, one of the, like, the top faction uh, for, for that company. So shout to Fresco-Matic. Uh, great episode of the uh, Faction Cinematic Universe. So they're, like, huge Marvel fans. Like, okay. they watch the Avengers on, like, a regular basis. And so every once in a while they'll drop like it's called the the, the faction cinematic universe where they drop maybe like fifteen minute episodes of just whatever they're doing uh, in 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 wrestling, but it's like Marvel based. So Fresco actually just had his own episode, episode six. Uh, they call championships. They call them power pieces. That's uh, awesome. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of dope. Piece. Yeah, it's it's kind of dope. So shout to Fresco Matic. Man, I hope your face heals up. Um, I am, <laughs> yeah, I think this is leading to something bigger. I think this does lead toward blood and guts. Jericho, he, 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 he's good for a 15, 14 week feud. Um, and to think this really all started a long time ago with, uh, some could say Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson. Um, some would say Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia, um, before they even got together. So, you know, clearly a story here. I would say it started, you know, started, yeah, clearly before Jericho and Kingston did. But a lot of interweaving stories, too. The, the you know, Santana Ortiz and Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, uh, Moxley and Jericho. A lot of interweaving stories of, of past stories coming together. Um, I think we see some turmoil on the combat club Kingston-Santana Ortiz side. Um, Kingston is the link in the middle, but you know, him and Brian clearly have history, which could affect how they get along. 
Uh, Moxley has not great history with Santorino Ortiz from back in the, the uh, inner circle days. So I think they're going to take some time to figure it out. they got to figure it out. They're going to fight well, but they're not going to be a, a, a team where it counts at the very end. Um, I think this will be live, too. I think it will be anarchy in the arena live. People are going to bleed. Um, shit's going to happen. Shit's going to go down. But I'm gonna going to blood. Yeah, because, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I'm going to go with the Jericho Appreciation Society taking this one. And somehow. He's about to go on tour, too. Is he? Yep. Okay. You said it. Okay. <laughs> He's leaving. Gotcha. So, I mean, yeah, somehow elongating this feud um, until they get their comeuppance on uh, a Blood and Guts episode of Dynamite. Real quick, I just realized as you were mentioning all the kind of like rift between a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched that whole uh, Danielson leg stuck in the ring thing. It looked Pieces. like it was a work because he, he came out and whatever, like, yeah, did, did some shit today. But there were big emphasis on the leg. But do you remember the, in the fan video when he's going off, Kingston tries to help him. He tries to put his arm around him and Danielson shoves Kingston and gives him the finger as he walked okay. into the tunnel. So I I was like, that was kind that. of a cool... And I don't know if that was on purpose or if they're playing off of it now. Or working, yeah. Yeah, like, right. So it's like, I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, nice. Danielson was kind of limping off, and Kingston, like, came up to give him, like, the old, like, let me help you back there. And he wasn't having it, man. He shoved yeah. him, finger in the face, gave him a couple words, and then kind of walked off on his own. I love it, man. If it's <laughs> if it happened on TV, if it happened on the stage, it's a work. Right? It's real. Right. And he probably, maybe he did catch his foot, but I would imagine, yeah, that's something that they would play off of for, for TV's yeah. sake. So For sure. Yeah, I like that. Uh, e, okay, let's do it. The grudge match. Three years in the making. MJF versus Wardlow. Mm, Matt, start us off, man. Dude, this one. Talk about fucking talk about bad blood. I like how we have the modern day Bill Goldberg, the Wardlow chance. It's <laughs> Ushered out in handcuffs, bodies every. Secu- How would you like to get that job? You show up to the arena that day. All right, what do you got me doing? You know, my garden gate A or like my guarding Wardlow. Oh, no, no, no. You got to bring Wardlow out. Like, so he's gonna power bomb me forty times when he inevitably breaks <laughs> right. me. Like, great, sounds awesome. Uh, I do. This is this is gonna be insane. I think it's gonna be a great match. I think this is gonna be one of those that goes probably a little longer. Than a lot of people anticipate, and I, I, both of these guys can go, and I feel like they've done a great job of having Wardlow whoop ass, like he is just an ass whooper. That's what he does. But MJF, like for as as good as he is on the stick, like he wrestles, you know, like good, bad, ugly, cheats, doesn't cheat, like he wrestles, you know, he has good matches. Yeah, and I really think that there's going to be so much kind of built-up beef between these two guys, that's going to be... They're going to put on a show. Uh, Wardlow takes it. He's going to be... Sky's the limit for Wardlow and AEW. He's going to get his contract, music back, (laughs) (laughs) matches with other people. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's... Sky's the limit, dude. This guy's going to be an absolute star. Nice. Nice. Big Ren, what you thinking? It's going to be such a feel-good moment. (laughs) He beats the shit out of him and gets that one, two, three... Right, that the bad guy's got to lose. Fucking nuts! Oh yeah, the bad guy's definitely gonna lose this time. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be bloody. I think Wardlow's gonna get bloodied up from that ring. Mm. We're definitely gonna see the fucking ring. Okay, the ring's coming. It's got to come out. You're seeing a lot of blood tonight. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Blood, sweat, yeah. and beers. Uh, you guys couldn't see Ren's eyes when he said that, but yeah, something, mm. so, yeah, something's yeah. wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. So over Jeez. under, over under seven power bombs. Over. Yeah. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. He's breaking that man in half. Yeah. What you think, Ren? Yeah, I'm taking over too. He might, he might, he might knock out about ten power bombs on this man. Right. He's breaking a record. He, he's breaking a record. Ten, ten, and and the crowd will chant ten like Sean Spears. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, this is where like predictability is okay. I've I've never been uh I've never been on that side of the fence that says oh it's too predictable like. A swerve for the sake of a swerve doesn't mean that it's a good storytelling mechanism. No. We've been waiting this long for this to happen. And Wardlow right. is about to power bomb that man into dust. Yep. Pay me. Yeah. To where <laughs> the key is just what happens afterward. The follow up is going to be key. MJF is going to be fine. MJF oh, yeah. is going to be fine. But what MJF, they do with I mean, Ward the last match important. MJF had was a loss. Exactly. And this is going to be a loss, and he's going to be completely fine. MJF is going to be just fine, no matter what happens. Um, yeah, he can talk his way, and he can wrestle his way. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, but the key to it is going to be, yeah, how, how Wardlow is used afterwards. It's going to be super key. Um, yeah, Wardlow, multiple, multiple power bombs, <laughs> Multiple power bombs. Like a lot of fucking power bombs. Over under seven. What do you got? I'm gonna say ten. Yeah, ten. I'm gonna say ten. Yeah, and it's we'll, got to be ten. It has to be ten. Uh, we're gonna chant ten, ten, ten. Uh, Sean Spears. He probably won't even beat out there. He ate a lot of power bombs. Um, and a chair, I think. On a chair. <laughs> some, yeah. yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be in bad shape. MJF has no and one he- behind him. Yeah. He hit MJF, right? So, and I feel like MJF is like the pettiest person on planet Earth. So you know he's holding a grudge. Like he ain't getting away with that. You don't hit MJF in the head with the chair. He couldn't hold him. Come back to work. <laughs> right? He couldn't hold him. MJF could have. He should have held him more. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, Warlow, Warlow by far. Um, this match not so predictable for me, but I think a really fun one um, for the tag team championships. AW Tag Team Championships. Jurassic Express versus Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus <clears throat> Pretty Ricky, what they call him, Ricky Starks <laughs> and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Matt, start us off, man. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. There's a lot of there's a lot of people involved in this match that I want to see win, which makes it tough for me. Like Jurassic Express. Been lukewarm on their title reign. Mm-hmm. I think you know they've. There's been moments for sure, and maybe it's an experience. I don't think it's their fault. It's not like they're, they're being handled poorly, but I think it's just not. It didn't become what I think the company and the fans thought it would become, and it is losing a little bit of steam. But when you talk about Swerve and Keith Lee, like that is exciting. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs has been bubbling for forever. I love Ricky Starks. I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I think has had the potential from day one. So now you got those two guys paired. I feel like it brings some relevancy to the Team Taz thing, the FT, like you know FTW Championship. Mm-hmm. All the, I mean, all that stuff. 
I think we're going to see Starks, Powerhouse, Hobbs, new champs. New the champs. revolution will be televised. Ooh. Ooh. Heavy. Big Ren, what you think, man? Stroke the stroke the stash. Oh, man. No, this is fucked. I'm just looking forward to seeing fucking um God damn, I always forget his fucking name. The big fucking guy in uh, Jurassic Express. Oh, Luchasaurus. Oh, Luchasaurus. <laughs> Luchasaurus. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought it was. I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent sure. I always forget. But uh there's a lot of big ass guys in this race. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking forward to see. Luchasaurus, Keith yeah, Lee, and Powerhouse man. Hobbs. Big man, little man all teams. Fucking going at it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, man, I think, uh, no, you're 100% right on, uh, um, fuck, Jurassic Express kind of just being lukewarm. They're just being left on low, mm. you know, on the, on the stove. <laughs> left on low. I, I want to see. You, I want to see Jungle you, Boy with a solo run too, man. Like, dude, I, I that's think he could what be, I want to see. They drop the belts. They separate for a bit. You let Jungle Boy go off and start to become a star in his own right. He's got a lot of talent. That's what I want to see. Now, that's what I think it's going to happen. I'm going to say fucking Keith Lee and Swerve take this one. Mm, so you both the newest got dudes, champs. like Juice, the newest tag team. Mm, y'all both got new champs. Juice yeah. grinning out. He's he's got something up his sleeve. I okay. can't wait to hear what he's got to say. Can, can you separate Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus like for real? I mean, what are you well, gonna no, do with I mean, Christian though too? Well, Christian will be fine. He, he'll he'll yeah, either continue to manage Jungle Boy. I think I think that they're gonna have to make a decision on what to do with Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. I think you could have Luchasaurus wrestle on his own. He's gonna wrestle the big men. He's always gonna lose. He doesn't talk. So like, <laughs> I mean, like, are you going to put the belt, like aside from a tag team belt where you yeah. have Christian managing you and Jungle Boy's all right on the mic, like Luchasaurus doesn't have much of a future, but I think you're holding Jungle Boy back if you don't let him start to wrestle some singles matches and get involved in some bigger storylines. I can see that. Yeah. I, 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 and maybe the difference between separating and letting wrestle singles matches is, is slight. Um, I think they'll always be linked together. But yeah, Jungle Boy, that's I mean, that's where the star is. Um, Luchasaurus kind of, again, one of those wrestlers that just kind of has a certain ceiling unless he just starts evolving. I don't know how dinosaurs evolve, but uh, however you evolve a dinosaur. They, get hit by they a don't. They go extinct. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is one of those moments where salute to, like, storytelling and being patient because I know there's a large contingent who is like, yo, where the fuck is Keith Lee? Why isn't Keith Lee getting more than he deserves? Like, Keith Lee's one of those guys. He's always had something to do, literally since the beginning. Swerve since he, he came in. He's probably the epitome of, of what you were talking about earlier with not being thrust right into the forefront. But mm-hmm. he's been busy. He's like, it's never been a boring moment with Keith Lee. He's been not real busy. At all. And again, right? Yeah, we saw he was the NXT champion. We saw his his run on Raw didn't go the greatest, but like we don't know the extent of the health issue that he went through that kept him off TV for a while. Um, I know people were concerned about weight fluctuation. Like he's one of those guys where again, you know, be patient. They've got a lot of great talent where you can plug him into different pieces, and they all fit in all of the pieces. Um, so I'm looking to see what you know Swerve and Keith Lee do together. Did y'all see the, uh, <laughs> there was a, uh, I think Swerve posted like a reel on Instagram where it started with a clip of Ricky Starks. He goes, look at y'all looking like a broke, a broke ass Kenan and Kel. <laughs> and fucking, 
<laughs> Swerve posts like a reel of them like like about with the Kenan and Kel music uh, as a backdrop. No, doing stuff. I didn't see it. It was uh, it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, Dude, Ricky Starks is so funny. I like Ricky, man. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. What they call him? Pretty Ricky. Um, Jurassic Express. I've been calling for Christian turning on them for a while now. Yeah, he dude. needs to do something, man. And I think it's building toward that. Um, I was thinking that more so with the six man tag against the Bucks and and Adam Cole backwards with that full gear. Yeah. Um, and you know, and we and we kept pushing forward. Um, they 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 defended their titles at Revolution in a three man and three way tag match, and. They didn't. They weren't just lucky, but they were the odd man out in their own title defense. And That's how I feel about the whole thing. You yeah, know, just the whole thing. And I think they're still kind of feeling that now, not as much as before. But I mean, they've. This has been a, a feud between you know, Keith Lee and, and Team Taz for a while since Keith Lee first, you know, joined AEW. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with new tag champions. I think it's the, I think it's time, and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Pretty Ricky. What they call him? Yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> They've been doing it for so long, man. They've been a gelled team for so long. Uh, maybe we can spin off into a two-on-two feud directly with Keith Lee and Swerve. Um, I think it's just time, man. Ricky Ricky gets some 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 actual AEW gold and not just the FTW right. championship. So yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, dude, that, that's a great point. It is funny, like, that Keith Lee, Team Taz feud is really the story in this match. Like, how does Jurassic Park fit into it? Yep. Th- they are the champs, and they have to be on the pay-per-view. <laughs> like, all right, so, like, you, <laughs> right. all right, well, yeah, jump in there, and, you know, we, we'll we'll have a couple of things before it starts. Like, I don't know. That seems like an yep. afterthought. Really, like, the, the beef and the heat is with that Team Taz-Keith Lee thing. Yep. yep which yep. Yeah, which would be even better because then – Ricky, powerhouse win. Keith Lee's more mad. Jurassic Express can do their own thing. Yep. You keep that feud going. I mean, I see a lot of potential. We there get maybe a uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. That that would be a match, which would dude. be good. That would be which a would match. be really really good. Christian doesn't get the, his just due, um, and include me in that. I don't think he gets. I don't think I give him his just due. But Christian Cage, man, he that's the guy. That's a guy. Some would say a better performer, better wrestler than Edge, but Edge was just he More was the, he was the Jeff Hardy of the team. The look, he had the yeah. look, yeah, he, he had the, the look, look and the yep. charisma to go along that, with that the cool talent. factor too. I think Edge yep. is always a cool one. Yep, yep, yep. Christian was just kind of you know, hey, oh look, Edge's brother yeah. or be, or best friend, depending on what company or what well, time yeah, of the year. I don't know talking. how long you've been following. So yeah, right. right. <laughs> oh, when did you start? When did you start watching wrestling? <laughs> right, yeah, what year did you start? Okay, yeah, I'm his brother then. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That actually, that is a perfect segue into this next match because AEW gets criticized for not developing story or developing relationship enough. Um, but here's the thing, man. If you start with any soap opera, if you jump into any soap opera, which is what this is, athletic soap opera, like you're not just gonna know everything and everybody. But the more you watch, the more you'll figure it out. If I start Days of Our Lives today, that's thirty years of history that I can't just catch up on. So sure at the beginning of AW's existence, we could have maybe 
done whatever we could to establish relationships. Why are the Young Bucks and Adam Cole tight? Why are Kenny Omega tight with the Bucks, right? But wherever you start is where you start. So maybe people don't all don't quite understand the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. But this is one of those matches where if you just look at these two teams, it kind of makes sense on paper. Just looking at the teams. Uh, Big Ren, start off, man. What are your thoughts? Young Bucks versus the Hardys. This is a dream match. You know, this is something everybody's been waiting on for years. We're finally going to get it. Yes, we and are. And it's going to be Spot City. <laughs> it's going to be so many spots. It's going to be so fire. It's going to be... It's like, I mean, for for there was a time when, like, after AEW started, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Bucks mm-hmm. because it was just so choreographed and shit like that. All the matches yeah. were tight. Yeah. They were great matches, but it was just so fucking choreographed and shit. But, like, we're going to see a lot of that this weekend, and I'm, fuck, I'm fucking with it. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, the Young Bucks are going to take the, the old dogs out on this mm-hmm. one. Okay. 100%. Mm, he's at a hundred percent. Wish I had more percents. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, I see this going, man. Yeah, I mean, Big Ren kind of said it. I know I said it earlier. Total dream match. Like the Hardys for me were childhood heroes. Mm. I got a picture of me and my best friend, and we were like eight, wearing Hardy Boys tank tops. Nice. The necklace on. We were at you know live Raw you event the in the nineties. Like on two. And, and the, whatever no, this no means, fish, gun shit, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, whatever, there was a lot of that. Whatever uh, that means. But, <laughs> right. So like to see, to see that these dudes are still doing it and at a super high level. I mean, I'm I'm for it. Yeah. Bucks. I mean, they're gonna go down in history as one of the most talented tag teams ever. The dynamic is there. Back to your you know kind of t- topic on building the match. Like AEW is unique in the fact that they have all of their YouTube stuff. The BTE mm-hmm. for especially stories relating to the elite is just as important as watching the match on Dynamite. If you don't watch that episode of BTE or go back and review some stuff, like there's key story parts that they're relying on their fans to watch on YouTube, which is totally original when it comes to wrestling stuff. A combination of, you know, you got to watch the Dynamite. You should watch the Rampage. It would probably be a good idea to watch the Darks. But there's also this kind of ongoing TV show where they talk a lot about storylines and matches and stuff. And I think that this uh, feud kind of first started to surface there with the the Bucks had kind of lost their mojo and the Hardys came in and were trying to rile them up and, you know, what, what what's it going to take type thing. Right. And ultimately, them. That's what it takes. Right <laughs> yeah. now, you know, and Matt hit him with a hard-ass line today. He said... Uh, People say you should never meet your heroes, but the Bucks will never beat your heroes. And I, I was like, all right, that's that's pretty nice that's bar. pretty raw. <laughs> nice bar, Matt. That's is gonna be his next gimmick. Not big, <laughs> big money. Bar. No, big. He's gonna big go bar back Matt. to big money, Matt. But he's, he's gonna be big bar, Matt. Yeah, he's gonna be a rapper. Um, I think the Bucks take it. This is a passing the torch moment for sure. It's got to be. You know, I think Hardy's. It, it's gonna. They're gonna go. I think they're gonna go. And I don't think the Hardys are gonna look out of place. But ultimately. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna let the Bucks beat them. I totally see this as being like a love letter to the Hardys' entire career. I think we're gonna see some callbacks. I think we're gonna see the Bucks doing a lot of the Hardy spots. I think we're gonna see the Bucks doing. They're gonna play the role of like Edge and Christian 
and the Dudleys. Dudley boys. Yeah, yep. I see a lot of callbacks to, to past Incredible Feuds. Um, I'm going with the Bucks with a slight, slight hesitation. Very slight. Only because I'm always trying to think of like the other side. Like, what story would they be trying to tell if the Hardys won? Right? The story of we're the Hardys and we can still do this shit, for one. And it seems like that's what they're starting now. So I could see your apprehension because he said this is the beginning of the end. This is yeah. the start of our last run as the Hardys. Right. Boys, so. Right. Uh, but that could also start by losing to the Bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could. Like, yeah. Or maybe we, or maybe the Hardys fucking win it, and because we need opponents for our new tag team champions eventually. Maybe we get the nostalgia run of the Hardys beating the Bucks and and building some bless. Um, and maybe we tell the story also of like the the Bucks. Even when the Bucks lose, they don't get to sit in their misery for too long. Fuck no. You know? No. So maybe they need to feel some kind of something for losing. Like, we fought our heroes and we lost. Right? Maybe they need a little bit of sad emoji. <laughs> um, Damn. Is it too late for me to change? Yeah, I, it's in stone. Yeah, it's in stone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I said it. You know this. It's 154 yeah. episodes it's all good. in. You know this. This is true. I just had to say it. I just had to say it. I just had to put it out loud. Put it in, put it in the air. Um, yeah, this will be really good. I'm going with the Bucks, but as you can hear, it's uh, I got some apprehension in my voice. But um, dope, fellas. We got two matches left for the AEW Women's World Championship. We've got Thunder Rosa taking on Serena Deeb. Matt, talk to us, man. How's it going? I'm excited for this one, man. I think this is going to be, I think, another really good match. Two really, really good wrestlers in a women's division that, you know, is underrepresented, but I think that's just kind of the standard in wrestling. This one is the best one. You know, I think there's a lot of super talented ladies in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's over for Thunder Rosa, though. I think she's she's just kind of beginning. Yeah. I think it's been, a, I would say, a soft start. She didn't come out of the gates guns blazing, but I think she's a workhorse and she's going to win some people over. Um, so she's got it. I dig it. Dig it. Big room. What you thinking? Yeah, this is her first title offense, right? No, she had one no. on AW Dynamite. Yeah. Well, first uh, it was a crazy pay-per-view defense. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. What yeah. kind of the narrative that yeah. Thunder Rose is not getting any TV time, but like leading up to that match, she had hella vignette time, hella mic time, and had a match. Um, yeah. Yep. We can't just pick the narrative we want. There is a narrative here with women's wrestling, but like, let's pick the right one. Oh, go ahead, Ren. No. Um. But yeah, this is uh. No, she's gonna she's gonna get to shred her shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, I feel like this is a no brainer, kinda. Mm. But yeah, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is gonna retain for sure. I'm going with Thunder Rosa as well. Um, this is going to be really good. They give it some time. It's going to start slowly because the crowd is going to be only be wore so, out. Exactly. They, yeah. There's only, they're only going to be but so into it. They're not going to give much much attention and energy to Jade Cargill and Anna Jay. 
they're going to give DMD some love wherever she goes. Um, this is going to start slow and then build up. This is going to be a wrestling match of wrestling matches. Um, yep. I like Serena Deeb. She's the Dean Malenko of women's yep. wrestling. I'm all for it. The thing with women's wrestling, though, here's the thing. like When the trios titles come out, they're immediately going to get more love and attention and energy than the women's division. And I don't mean from AEW. I mean from the fans. Because women's wrestling doesn't really draw like that naturally. Like, we were excited for Charlotte versus Becky versus Ronda largely because Becky busts her ass to get over. Um, we weren't really as excited about the Ronda part and only but somewhat excited about the Charlotte part. But I think sometimes, and again, it's going to be comparison of companies, is that, yes, WWE has a stacked women's roster. AEW, now that we're thinking of it, also has a very large women's roster as well, but they don't have the same names. The yeah. names aren't there. But the talent's there, and that was what I was trying to get at with my statement earlier. Like, dude, the women in AEW can wrestle. Like, it's nuts. They're some of the, sometimes the best matches on the show and just totally underrepresented. Just doesn't. And the problem is, across. though, the thing that sells in wrestling isn't so much the wrestling. Right. It's the characters, right? So we can peel off the Sashas, the Beckys, the Charlottes, the Baileys, the Alexa Blisses, all those names, because those are clearly defined characters in a different storytelling structure. But women's wrestling with WWE, it's hot, but it didn't get hot overnight. It took a long time. Long ass time at that. Because yeah. even when they started the women's revolution... Like, we got Team PCB and, and Team Bad and Absolution in a, like, not-so-great three-way women's triple-threat tag match at SummerSlam that year. Like, that was, what, seven years ago. <laughs> Almost glitched up. That was seven yeah, right. years ago, right? <laughs> so, like, they have a, an established division now. But it took a long time to build those names. And here's the thing, too. When they were building those names, that started from NXT. Yeah. That started yeah. with Sasha and Bailey tearing the house down at NXT Brooklyn. So, like, when was that? Was that 2013? I think so, yeah. 2014, maybe. Yeah, 2014. So, eight years ago. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The company itself that we're talking about is only three years old. And women's wrestling doesn't draw. Sorry. We had the Evolution pay-per-view. Those numbers weren't the greatest. No. So. We had one of those, too. Yeah. Yep. Because for one, it didn't draw. And for two, maybe you don't want to make that distinction. It's like Black History Month. Like, we got a month, but like. Let us be part of the entire show. Like, we were on this entire show. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Women's wrestling just doesn't draw like that. So, it's harder to establish those characters and names. And they're trying. We've got the baddies. We've got Ty Conti. We've got Anna Jay, part of the Dark Order. We just have to figure out exactly who Anna Jay is as a person. Chris Statlander was an alien. Now she's a real girl. Layla Hirsch beats ass. 
uh, Red Velvet. I think she maybe she still stirs it up. I don't know. I don't know if she still stirs it up or not. But we've got the characters. We just gotta let them. We gotta let them grow. We gotta let them grow. We can't compare however many years of the women's resolu- revolution to a three-year company when women's wrestling doesn't draw. Um, Thunder Rosa, by the way. Uh, I think I stopped <laughs> right. already. Thunder Rosa. I wins. thought that's where you were going. Yeah, in a in a great one. In a in a in a great one. Um, fellas, yeah, I man, I think it's gonna okay. be a good match. I do too. I do too. Um, and that's the thing with the with the AW audience. The AW audience appreciates the wrestling aspect um, and the pro wrestling presentation. So yeah, it's gonna start slow just because there's only so much energy. They don't really just put like <laughs> sleeper let me up matches on AEW pay per views. Never. Um, like you said, for a year, right? So like they gotta come out the whole time. Yeah. Just haymakers. Every every rip. Every rip. And so just by natural progression of it, I think Jade and, and Anna are gonna get kind of the short end of the stick. But energy is energy. There's only but so much energy you can keep up. So the the ebbs and flows, highs and lows, but it's be a good one. It'll be a great one. Um, fellas, we finally did it, man. We made a long way. It's time for the main event. For the AEW World Championship. Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. Big Ren. Start us off. Man, not yet. <clears throat> this is what everybody's waiting on. Mm-hmm. You know. This is the one. Yep. Can this I, is the one. Let me say something real quick before you even get into the feud itself. Matt, you brought up Hangman's reign. Let's talk about his reign a little bit. There's a there's an yep. underlying belief that his reign has not been the greatest, even though he's had good matches. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of dig into that a little bit. Well, I think it's just inconsistent because they don't give it enough time. If that makes sense, like I almost I almost think of it like comic book characters, like Batman and the Joker, like. He goes back and forth. There's, you know, Scarecrow and there's Penguin, but like the Joker, like he's got this kind of arch nemesis. Hang- and maybe CM Punk becomes Hangman's. And like what Hangman has been doing leading up to this, only really, really, really recently has mm-hmm. been really good. Yeah. Where he doesn't, he's not, it's personal for Hangman. Like, I don't know if you caught the promo today, yeah. but that shit was fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Where he said, I'm not defending my belt from you, I'm defending. The company, the company from you, <laughs> the company yeah. from you. Yeah. Like, okay. So now I literally was like, Oh shit. Like I got goosebumps when he said that. So now like that, that's really what, what it needed for me coming into the match. But that started today and he's yeah. been the champ <laughs> for how long. So I feel like it's just him trying to find his footing. Like he's got all the elements of being that awesome character, even a great champ, great matches, cool ass gimmick, pretty good on the mic. Fans typically like him. Nobody really hates the Hangman. Right? I mean, they obviously like CM Punk in this instance a lot more, but they don't hate Hangman. Like, right. he's not getting hella booze or anything. Like, he comes out to a pretty good pop. I think he just needs some experience. That's all. And I'm, I don't think that he should never be the champ again, mm. but he needs to really kind of figure out what his favorite aspect of his character is and then just lean all the way the fuck Dig into, into that. it. Yeah. And if it's this version of it, then this is who he's got to be. If it's the drunk sensitive one be that one (laughs) if it's the guy that hangs out with the dark order be that one but like find one you know find that part of your identity that you really feel strongly about and then become that character or more of that character Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on his reign 
he just hit it out of the fucking park. Mm. He's been all over the fucking place, you know, hanging out with all different types of fucking people. Where's your home at? <laughs> yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or where do where do you, where where's your home? You know, you and yeah, like it's just kind of been all over the place. But no, that makes sense. I'm I not. Think. I'm not mad at that aspect of his character because he's a cowboy. Uh, True. Cowboys are, you know, from from by historic lore, loners. Um, yeah, but be alone then. Don't glom on. <laughs> well, that's, and, and that's the, the right. argument. Be alone. He, he couldn't right. really hang out. He he tried to hang out with the elite. It fell through because of his anxious ways and his drinking. Um, he tried to hang out with the Dark oh, Order. Shit. That that group of misfits brought him in, but then he became the champ. He became too good for them, accidentally. And <laughs> his underlying thing has always been like his temper, his mental weakness. Um. The drinking hasn't been an aspect, but mentally, he's always been kind of like easy to mess with mentally. Yeah. Um, so that's been kind of his thing. We, we thought he overcame it, and now he's punching CM Punk in the face. Um, <laughs> right. You know, making him yeah. smile. So um, the rain, you know, I, I saw this in his reign really early is that it's that it's that conundrum of they love you more on your way to the top. Then when yeah, you get to totally. the top, it's like. Uh, okay, now what, right? Yeah. You know, it's like when Stone Cold made his way to the top, right? The rise was great, but the rise stayed great because, like you mentioned, he had the Joker. He had right. Vince McMahon. Vince, he had his Vince, yeah. He yeah, had yeah. Vince. Mr. So McMahon. A lot of people maybe do or don't remember his back to back matches with Dude Love after he beat Shawn Michaels. Maybe they do or don't remember the first blood match he lost to Kane at King of the Ring 98. Maybe they don't remember. Maybe they remember the SummerSlam match with Undertaker. But they remember Vince McMahon. Yeah. That consistent foil to to Steve Austin. Whereas Hangman's consistent foil seems to be his own damn self. Himself. Yeah, himself, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I know I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Ren, yeah, talk to us, man. How you see this thing going? Ugh. You know, I still haven't like I haven't picked yet, mm. but I think I've I think I've got to something. Okay, I think he's gonna lose. I think we're gonna have a new champ. Mm. And I think it's gonna be his own fault mm. for letting Punk get in his head. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, Punk's gonna get in his head big time. <laughs> we might have a couple more rematches. You know, he might get it back from Punk. Hey, okay. So you think we? Uh... And then that sends Punk into a fucking spiral. He finally got beat. True, Punk has not. Then we get that fucking. Well, actually, he got beat twice in one match. (laughs) Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, but then we get that fucking that mean ass Punk. Yeah. You know. So you think we're gonna see uh, what an eventual heel Punk? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But we got a new champ, CM Punk. Yeah, new champ. Yeah. Okay. Matt it'll Hayes be Adam, it'll be uh, Hangman's fault. His own fault. Betrayed the buckshot. Betrayed him. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I see it's going, man. Yeah, I mean, I think Ren and I talked about it a little bit over the weekend, and like in my fantasy Booker mind, which I play fantasy Booker all the time. It's like my favorite thing to do. I that. Is that is just what just what Ren said? You know, I think that was what the conversation we had over the weekend. I think. Punk takes it, 
something happens. Punk gets super, super, super pissed. He becomes the absolute monster that was CM Punk, you know, previously. Starts, I don't know who he picks a fight with. You pick, pick whoever you want to put over, you know. I think bad Punk loses more than good Punk, but I think for this match, I think it's going to be one that is shown at wrestling schools when it's mm-hmm. over. You know, I think just both guys have it in them to put on a great match. Like yeah. you think of the dog collar match the same night as hangman's match. And now you get the best part, in my opinion, of both those matches coming together with something super serious on the line. And it's not like this is something that punk just decided he wanted. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure within the first couple, you know, show or two after the dust settled, he said, my ultimate plan is that belt. And he has demonstrated for months that he's gunning for that belt. It just so happens that the hangman's the one wearing it. Yeah. And uh, Punk's even said, man, I, look, this is not a personal thing. I like you. I even respect you. It's business, and I mm. want that belt. And I think that, like you said, hangman's his own worst enemy, and he just, even tonight, made the mistake. Punk put his hand out. He said, shake my hand, man. Like, this isn't this isn't about us hating each other, and he... Nope, he responded by sticking him in the face, and that's all CM Punk needs. <laughs> he had the smile, and then and I so, honestly, Hangman looked shook. He got out of the ring and he looked shook. He knew he messed up. I think he yeah, knew he what ran he, off, yeah, bro. He knew, yeah, he knew exactly what he just did. So Punk, Punk takes it. Punk starts the babyface title reign. Everybody's gonna go absolutely fucking insane every time he comes out. And uh, yeah, I think Punk new champ. Man, lot a lot a lot of meat on his bone. Um, from what was already established, and kind of hearing you guys talk about it too. A lot, a lot of Mino's bone. Because do we get anxious heel Adam Page? Could be. You know yeah. what I mean? Do I mean, we... they could run with the story of him fucking it up for himself. Exactly. Right. Totally. Starts drinking again, maybe. Becomes new, that guy. Uh, like, yeah. Redemption story. Falls off the wagon, yeah. you know? <laughs> when Page made the comment that he's protecting AEW from CM Punk... Opened up an entire new lane of storytelling for right. me, because for bad guy punk exactly because listen man it's summertime and we have already had the summer of punk one and the summer yep. of punk two the summer of punk three may be upon us and maybe Hangman turns out to be right that CM Punk. It was all about his ego the entire time. Totally. And what so, a story, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. What a lot, a story. Of, lot of stories. And then Hangman here. avenges it, you know? He he ends up being the hero. Exactly. In a year or two years yeah, or something. Exactly, right? Um, CM Punk has been on his Bret Hart run since he returned. And Bret Hart, as we all remember, eventually turned heel. Uh, spectacularly at that. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of meat on his bone. I think we get the because uh, when this match was first announced, I was like, "No, Hangman wins," because the crowning moment for Hangman is double or nothing. Like, no, the the CM Punk comes back and loses to an AEW original, and the more and more I'm thinking about it, it's double or nothing, which is <laughs> AEW's WrestleMania. CM Punk has been back since August, and he's he's taken on everybody. He had his struggles against the Bobby Fishes, the Daniel Garcias, 
the the fight with Eddie Kingston, the the showing with Darby Allen where he won based on being a veteran. He he was better that night because he was better mentally that night. He's had his blood feud with MJF. I think it's time for the culmination, fellas. The comeback story is complete. And it's Vegas. Punk in Vegas. Yep. Last time Punk was in Vegas, as they mentioned, was the the pipe bomb. They didn't explicitly say the pipe bomb, but they were referring yeah. to the pipe bomb. But they alluded to it, yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's time, man. I think we're going to see the, the culmination of CM Punk, new world champion. Uh, Hangman's reign was never built for a long reign anyway. It was never built for a long reign. Um, again, the, the, the lanes of storytelling are, are going to open up like floodgates. But uh, I think we see a new champ, fellas. CM Punk, world champion. Agreed. And I just want to kind of hammer home that I don't mm-hmm. think that this is the only run for Hangman. Like, he mm-hmm. could be a guy that ends up holding the belt 15 times. For sure. And I'd be totally cool with that. You know what I mean? Sure. I think uh, he, he belongs at the top. I just don't know if it's the very top and if it's right now. Yeah. But he's a he's a guy that is should be, you know, protected and around and part of major stories for oh, yeah. many 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 years to come. And in an industry where the brands over, the brands are bigger than any one name, that's going to be another great name contributing to the brand. So, yep. Interesting. Yeah, man. CM Punk takes it. We still got the return of Miro. We've got the return of Kenny Omega. I thought Miro was going to be the guy. I thought he was going to be next up. But uh, me too. When he when he gets, I think back, Kenny Kenny at Forbidden Door. We got to see Kenny soon. And Forbidden Door, ooh, yeah. is soon. Yeah, it is. Soon. I could see that. That's like his playground. New Japan, yeah. AEW in Chicago. All eyes it on is him. In Chicago, and uh, that actually makes sense. I don't know who the New Japan champion is. Do you think we see champion versus champion either. at Forbidden Door, or do you think that's just too risky? I would be mad at it. Ooh, no, I mean, it, it think if and if it's Punk, dude, yeah. what a better in representative Chicago. for in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Damn, in Chicago, honestly, in my opinion, like the epitome of Western wrestling. Like he wrestles like Americans wrestle. Mm. You know, like he's he's very. Uh, theatric by I don't know but he's very skilled you know yeah. he, he's not a high flyer he's a bruiser you know a right. smaller guy but he you know and then put that against New Japan's top guy and and mm-hmm. let it be kind of the battle of the the styles type right. thing and I, I would hate to be one of those like ooh wrestling insider guys but like the the internal politics of the champion versus champion match would be kind of tough so I don't know man I'd love to see it um yeah, but fellas, we've just broken down AEW Double or Nothing 2022. 11 matches, man, and we agreed on the majority of them. We split the vote yeah. on the uh, Owen Hart Cup, Women's Cup, that is. We split the vote on the Anarchy in the arena, and we split the vote on the tag title match. But we have agreed there will be new tag champions, so a lot of different ways this thing can go. Uh, but let's wrap it on up, man. Big Ren, let me know that can reach you on the social media is my guy. Yeah, let me go. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a mafucka a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. No doubt, Matt. Let me know that can reach you on the social media is my man. At Wraith Thrash on Instagram, Linktree will take you to our Bandcamp. It's where you purchase merchandise, listen to the records, Facebook page. 
Um, all of our show flyers are up there. We did record some new music recently. Uh, we'll have some announcements about that soon, but please keep your eyes and ears peeled. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big run the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. We got it all. Stay tuned with us, man. We're going to have live coverage and predictions of AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, follow along with us on all those, those, those platforms there. But above all else, you know what it is. Heartwarming content, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public. I remembered the one that I forgot last time. I think it was Google Podcast. But uh, heartwarming content, blood, sweat, and beers. We'll be back next week with the recap of AEW Double or Nothing. It's about to be the summer of THC, y'all. Stick around. It's going to be a great yeah. <laughs> Smoking weed. But until next time. <laughs> right on the So nose. eloquent. Yes, not, not subtle at all. <laughs> until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute. Later.